What a hurricane. Indeed. Hello, everybody. How you doing out there? Hello, hello. How are you doing, Adam? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, can I take control of this? How are you, Chico? Uh -oh. <laughs> That's my response. Uh -oh. <laughs> oh, we're having a good time here. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um... So, Welcome to the New Year's pre-New Year's Eve edition. <laughs> the 30th of the 31st, 31-day month. I know we're all excited that this year is almost finished. Right? Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. Are we excited, guys? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Chica found the button. Found the, she found the sound effects button. Um, oh, yes. going to be fun. So we are on episode number 42. For some of you who have never listened before or, or just getting into this show, we've got 42 weeks. Under our belts. Since March 12th when we shut down Tango Cafe. And we're excited about tonight. We have a, a hurricane of a show, which is why we started with the song Hurricane. Why by Tango Bardo, Bardo, yes, Tango Bardo, and uh, a lot of our old and young friends are joining us. Our fellow New York organizers are going to be here shortly. Um, and before we get caught up with the night, let's also mention what we're doing tomorrow night to get. We've created a special night of the year for you guys. It's called New Year's Eve. <laughs> And we've decided <laughs> to turn thing. the page. We got so, we're got we so tired of 2020. We've decided, you know what? We're going to change it. Tomorrow is the last day. So, right? <laughs> yeah, right. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. So and starting we, Friday, we're starting a new year. We're going to call it 2021. And we thought midnight would be a good time to celebrate time. that on Thursday night. I think it's a good time. So tomorrow, 11.45, we're going to start a mini half an hour show so that at midnight we can... Get jump from 2020 to 2021. Mm -hmm. So, well, if you want to take the opportunity to call in or listen or just say hi, we're going to have a short mini program, as Chico said. Uh, we would love you to call in so you do not leave me alone with Adam for mm -hmm. half an hour. That, that can get dangerous. Oh, uh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like <laughs> laughing at my own joke. This is great. It's like a sitcom where I can make terrible jokes and then pretend like everybody laughed. <laughs> um, is there a danger button there? Danger. Hmm. Danger Will Robinson? Drum roll. Yeah, that's my favorite. All right. And Chico is on stage. <laughs> so yeah, tomorrow night, eleven forty-five till whenever we finish. Hopefully, within half an we'll hour, see. I think we'll I will see. have. And um, there's an eleven-hour special event brought to uh, brought to all of us by the Philadelphia Tango School, Meredith Klein, and I'm sure a buttload of helpers. Uh, what time does that start? That starts sometime in the afternoon, and so it's uh, she was going to do a shorter event until there was demand from all around the world so there's going to be new year's being welcomed from greece 
to West Coast. So I think like every few hours there's a New Year's entry. But you can go to PhiladelphiaTangoSchool.com and get all the information. I believe it's free. It's donation based. The first five, last I heard, the first five thousand dollars will go to the artists. Uh, will be split amongst the artists. Anything thereafter will be split fifty-fifty between the Philadelphia Tango School and the artists. And there's live music, not live music, uh, streamed music, it's and just live, no. Oh, I don't know if all of them are live true, streamed, true. Uh, and I'm guessing some of them will repeat. And they need to register performance. according to April. Yeah, to get the link, they, you need to register. So go to Philadelphia. They already hit the $5,000 mark. Wonderful. Congratulations. Wonderful. So go to PhiladelphiaTangoSchool.com to register. Check it out. You can pop in and out. Uh, you can call us while you're there and say hello between 11.45 p.m. and 12.15. yeah. Anything else? Um, congratulations to Argentina for passing the, the law today. I believe it was her yesterday. I forget. Um, that's a big step that'll probably save a lot of lives. And I don't know what else. I don't know what else. What else did you do today, Adam? I hiked up a big hill. What's it called? The High Point. High Point. Park. What is State it? State Park. High, High Point, Point State, State Park. Park in New Jersey. Yes. We drove out there with Sharon and walked up that and walked down that. And I was climbing <laughs> up the hill. It was fine. It was nothing. <laughs> Compared to some of the other hikes we took this past summer, it was pretty Well, you've pretty also small. been doing rock climbing a lot. So Well, that's um, a completely different thing. But um, Still, I'm guessing we your did the legs work Mount, out on that. No? Mount Mince, Mincy? Mincy? Earlier, earlier this summer, we did Mount Mincy, I believe, also in the Delaware Water Gap area, and that one's a heck of a walk. And then in Vermont, upstate, with with some friends back in August or September, I believe we did quite a you, tremendous hike uphill. You and, can only fool me into a big hike if there is a water element near that I can get well, to water or grows see. Down, so you're not like... going to find water up top. <laughs> well, and if I'm you believe saying, that, Chico, but I'm not believing. I'm saying the only way you're gonna get me through. A... We should hike up to the top of this and check out the waterfall. Well, it could be where the waterfall starts, Adam. Perhaps. Sometimes you know those things fall down. Mm -hmm. There, it's called a waterfall for a reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with a very smart friend of mine here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we call him Hope. We call him. Pooping gardener, poops and anger. Um, poops and anger, poops and pleasure. Who was going to be on the show? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to first have Jackie Clark joining us because she did this amazing painting and I want to hear about the whole process. And I think she's already here with us, and Jackie. She also has a video on her website of the process, which is very, as a former painter, maybe a painter again eventually. Um, I know, Jackie. Feel free to give us a call. Yeah. Um, to see the process is fascinating because, I, I don't know, I found when I watched the video on her website, which is around seven, eight minutes long, there's certain moments when you might think, oh, that's done. But when you see it actually at the end, the last, I mean, then you really see like, no, that's done. And it's <laughs> kind of cool. And I watched this really interesting documentary that Picasso came out with, I don't know when, or it was directed by a French guy, but Picasso obviously was in it. And I watched it a long time ago. And I remember realizing the same thing about like watching him's process and 
thinking like all during his process he could be kind of done but then you saw him when he finally declared like no i'm done and you're like yeah really wow how did you i don't understand that sometimes with an artist and with painters and with musicians necessarily like and I'm curious to hear what Jackie has to say, if she yeah. can figure out how to call us. <laughs> she knows how to call us. She's called us I think before. She's waiting for us to invite her. Jackie, we're there here we and there we go. You're here too now. So, um, so welcome. It's an honor to have you. And it was an honor that you chose our event and as the inspiration. How are you doing, Jackie? I'm good. Can you? I, you know, the holdup was that I didn't have my headphones ready. Oh. Uh, Fortunately, they remind you. And so I was <laughs> taking out my headphones. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you for being here. Yeah, it's so nice to for hear from you. I'm sorry, Hi. Chico, I didn't hear that. So nice to hear your voice. Oh. Can you speak up a little louder, though, or be closer? Oh, uh, let me see. I don't know what would I do. I'm with uh, not fancy headphones. This is just my music listening. Whatever you just did. Okay, let me see. I don't know if it's like the volume or just I speak louder. Hit the volume. Okay, hit the volume. Okay, how's that? Yeah, good. Much better, right, Adam? Mm -hmm. Would you like me, we will welcome you officially now, Jackie. Thank you. <laughs> now, you guys are really loud. <laughs> okay. I'm going to turn down the volume a little and speak louder. How's that? Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, okay cool. So, yeah. The painting, uh, when is it finished? It's finished when you run out of stuff, ideas to make it better. Hmm. And sometimes you have to just like turn the canvas around away from you know not look at it uh for a while whatever that might be a few hours a few days a few weeks months you know whatever i pull out paintings that i claimed were finished a long time ago hmm. and then i look at them and i go or i look back at images and i go you know you could do better jackie and so i just pull um I wanted to enter a painting that I had done. I can't remember if it was earlier this year or the end of last year, but it was not finished. Uh, but I loved the painting and I wanted to enter it in a show. So I pulled it out as soon as I finished um, the uh, after party painting. I pulled out that one and worked on it uh, a lot more. And then I entered it into a a contest so we'll see and what happens if it, does the reverse happen like uh i am i'm just a very immature like watercolor practices lately and there are moments where i'm like shit i wish i didn't start adding that on oh, yeah <laughs> we'll see that's the thing um chico watercolors <laughs> you you i mean it's so challenging to do watercolors because you're always going forward and you can't go back. Now, mm -hmm. I maybe there are watercolorists who may disagree, but that's generally how it is. You're building. Mm -hmm. um, whereas with oil, I can sand off, scrub off, scrape off, paint right over. I can do what I want, change when I want, however I want, 
in any way I want. Mm -hmm. So uh, oils are liberating in, in that yeah, sense. Yeah, very forgiving. Yeah. Yeah, I used to work with those a little bit too. Acrylic and oil Did definitely you, never felt what I felt with watercolor with them. When I saw the preparation of the canvas, were you marking that up with like a magic marker or a sharpie no, or something? No, no, everything's paint. Okay, all, everything's paint. So all of my little marks. So I was going to do a grid. Um, I actually deviated from my plans. I had full, full sketch drawing uh, of the entire thing, not uh, not with the background dancers hmm. uh, or or all the balloons and stuff, but the two, uh, you know, the, the two rows of uh, uh, figures. Um, so I had that drawn to scale because I'd already prepped my canvas. I knew what size. And then when I got to the studio, because I was in an artist residency, so when I got there, I had my drawing with me. I hung my uh, canvas and I was like, you know, I was going to uh, do a transfer, like a, I came prepared uh, to do a transfer, which is like transfer paper. Like if you were ma making a dress, right? You'd use transfer paper. Or uh, the other thing is a pounce. You take a little pin and mm -hmm. you, put little holes and then take charcoal, uh, powdered charcoal or powdered pigment in a little sock and you pounce the design through. So hmm. interesting. all of that was in a way it kind of drags you down a little. So <laughs> I had decided then I'm going to do a grid, which is you just grid out your, it's for larger paintings, right. small paintings. You wouldn't do that. But, um, you do the grid and then those little boxes give you a clue of that you're in the right place. You haven't, your painting's not going to run off the edge. I see. Um, and, and this is all in lieu of that. I don't have a projector. I'm not opposed to projectors. I just don't, they're costly. Mm -hmm. good one, the, the, you know, and uh, I wouldn't use it enough to, to own, you know, to uh, reason enough to own one. I don't have my own studio so uh, so yeah a lot of artists would project something like that i which see they put it and then they trace it onto the canvas and then turn off the projector and it's it's mostly just to fast forward you into where you're not drawing and redrawing and redrawing and erasing mm -hmm. yeah. your canvas you know you could do that on paper that's why you do a, a good drawing so I'm going to backtrack for a second. Would you, because um, I know you said you started this painting in January, actually, um, started before the, the pandemic started. And I, started I would like you. I started the drawings, the concept, the painting. I actually started once I got to my residency. I see. Uh, and what inspired it? Can you, because we know oh, some yeah. of the story because we read on Facebook when you posted, but I'd like to fill everybody else in uh, what. Yes, I'm glad you what? asked that because it's a fun story. And I think for me, it's kind of when um, Carlos, uh, who, our fabulous photographer, um, took all those fabulous pictures at the, uh, the New Year's Eve party that you guys held. And 
it was still, it was in January, he sent out the images, I guess he posted them, but he somehow, I, I can't remember if it was Facebook or where he posted them, but uh-huh. uh, maybe it was a link to, to us. Uh, but I so loved the, the very first image he sent out was the cropped, the, the one I used for the painting, basically. And uh-huh. I loved that so much. And the thing that I loved about it was, um, and you're going to laugh about this because um, it reminded me of the Last Supper. It reminded me of like a classical uh, (laughs) painting. And the thing that made that image in my mind, that made me think it's got to be a painting, was Ed. Ed was getting in place. And and, okay, and I remember when we were all there. It was like uh-huh. in place. He hadn't started uh, taking pictures yet. Uh, we were all scrambling for our spot. Some of us <laughs> were comfortably there. Others were like Ed, just trying to squeeze into a place. <laughs> and I heard the click of, or maybe it was a flash. I knew oh, because I used to do photography uh, as a as a hobby. So I knew I was like, ah. Oh, I wasn't ready, you know, and I had this horrible uh, expression on my face of like maybe trying to get comfortable, who knows what, but I was like, oh, darn, I wasn't ready. But I knew what he was doing because I do the same thing when I'm taking group shots. I take Mm -hmm. pictures of people when they're not ready because he saw, he's, I mean, I think he saw. But it was also an endless moment, like not to interrupt your story, but just to clarify it for everybody else, I think it started with a smaller group and anyone else that would walk into the room would notice like there's a group shot coming and, and they were trying to jump, jump in. in. <laughs> like if you see me, I'm like sort of like falling into the side, and sideways lying on the floor. There. I walked yeah. in the room, I'm like, wait a minute, I'm missing something here. Yeah, <laughs> they were there. like, me too, and me I too. Don't, I don't remember the moment when Melody came in and did the splits. Oh like, my God, I, I hope she wasn't sitting there the whole time waiting she for was. us to get done. She was. <laughs> so we called her over. Yeah. We were like, Melody, you got to jump in. And she's like, where do I go in? And she just like thought of the split and like put oh, herself right there it was that was amazing mm-hmm. but, but yeah the whole thing with oscar with her uh, in her split uh, laughing and looking you know with her chin on her hand and uh oscar with his arm around her and sm- laughing and and ed trying to get in place and you guys <laughs> trying to like you know obviously just kind of laughing and stuff and it was, uh, I don't know, I just, that's what inspired me. That little sort of, uh, that candid activity, and it just had a classical feel about it. And nice. I remember uh, contacting um, Carlos right away. Mm-hmm. I said, I, you know, I w- you know, would like to have permission to use your photographs for, I think it'd make a beautiful painting. And he's and he responded right away because uh, I was on pins and needles because he could have easily said no way you know whatever but um, he was very um, gracious and then of course I said well now I'm going to ask for more photographs because I I know you took more pictures and I want to see I could see April like in the initial the cropped one uh-huh. I said who is this holding the balloon with the 
glass of champagne or whatever it was. And I said, uh, and, and he said, well, I have to find the other picture, whatever. And he, before he sent them to me, I actually scrolled through some of the pictures and matched her dress and jewelry. And I was like, there she is. And there was a picture of her drinking. Uh, I remember that photo too. I, I actually sketched that in. That was going to be in the painting. And then I switched it out to, I had that guy, those, those, uh, the guy drinking from a bottle of champagne on the right. And I used, I had her in her initial group shot facing forward. But That's I, great. I really loved her um, expression and posture and mm -hmm. boa and the, the little, you know, whatever shawl, whatever feathery shawl. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, I mean, I moved people around. I put Carlos, you know, he was behind the Smack camera, in the middle. Mm -hmm. I, I love it. There. <laughs> and I, I was very sad I couldn't get everyone in there, but I got as many people as I could. Mm -hmm. Well, it was uh, amazing. It's an amazing painting. I know it means a lot to everybody in the community, whether they're in it or not, just yeah. the um, immortality of it in the moment. And also the fact that, you know, obviously we, we're not able to dance right now, so it has a, yeah. a greater weight to it. Yeah, and even if we weren't in tango, I feel I would be so, like, drawn into that because of so many different things going on at the same time. But it is also a moment together but then the dancers in the background there's mm -hmm. all this commotion at the front and, and i do I, such I, a nice I, I really like the addition of the balloons too because it just makes it there's something very um art yeah. deco about it in a way like the harking well, back to the 20s and 30s kind of mm -hmm. feel and the balloons were there of course and they were a big part of the decorations of the party the the dancers i put in the background and they're all made up and some of them might remind you of someone you know mm -hmm. in the tango and it's probably for good reason maybe maybe i don't know i don't i don't think about that i just start those are just drawn uh, freehand uh -huh. and drawn there's no i don't use any reference and um the balloons i love those too and they remind me of maxfield parish um, mm. the lantern bearers and the light the coloration and the uh yeah uh, a little bit of inspiration, I think, from Maxfield Parish. I didn't try to copy him or anything, but, you know, uh, I guess colors and I don't know. There's something about it. But, Is that um, it with the red head, red hair? That's it. That is, yes. And the that's red what she was hair saying. is, you know, it was a black and white photograph. Um, and oh, well, I was the, thinking the I died. is the brown of the campus. Mm -hmm. So that uh, any place I uh, I liked the initial lay laying in and the simplicity, like in Oscar and um, Melody, you'll see a lot of orange in them. I loved that color, and uh, I kept adding more orange on top, even mm -hmm. if I felt like I was losing too much of the background. But in his hair, a lot of that is the 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 under reflection um, tone. Uh, well, that's that's, that's one amazing. of the things that was so fascinating about watching the video, and I think what a lot of people that don't paint um, don't realize is that the the, the layering involved and and yeah. how you're you're just like developing layer over layer over layer and. It was so fascinating to watch because you gessoed the canvas in an orange, 
if I'm not mistaken, yeah, or at least it, you it, it uh, added white. the orange on the gesso. I don't know. Yeah, it was white. Um, uh, the canvas uh, was white, uh, mm -hmm. uh, primed, and then I stained. Uh, I yeah, I stained it in the uh, the orange. Mm -hmm. the, it's not. It's actually it was a, like a blend, a mix of colors. But okay. uh, yeah, I wanted it to be. It really gives that uh, rich glow. Uh, mm -hmm. from underneath and also um, by eliminating the white uh, and going in toward a, a middle tone uh, mm -hmm. but you want to have it uh, fresh where I do I mean you don't have to do it fresh but I I want to have something fresh and glowy that can um, give it a luminosity to the painting for and how long glowy. have you been painting Jackie just oh, curious, um, like I, before we wrap up, <laughs> I just want to. I don't know. Um, let's see. I think I started in, uh, trying to think, uh, probably 1980. Wow. Uh, 81 uh, was when I first seriously, yeah, I think before that I, I sketched and, you know, maybe played around with watercolors and just, you know, but I actually... Uh, started studying in 1980. That's, that's amazing. I will ask that you share your website on the background text, um, so that if anybody oh, like wants to, yeah, yes, please. Could, please. Yes, uh, yes, some people are asking yeah. about the video, so they oh, love yes, to check out the, the video, video on the website. It's definitely yeah, yeah, and and, um, and yeah, and that is the first video I've put on my website, so it's the only one there. Oh, oh wow. cool, cool. Yeah, and well, um, thanks. I'm well, you'll know the video then because it's the only one there. <laughs> Thanks for inspiring us all by posting that last week and yeah. by getting us all excited and sharing that. And on behalf of the community, we, we thank you very much. And I know a lot of people have commented, but thank you. And I uh, appreciate you coming to tell us the story about the journey of the peace. Yes. And we look forward to seeing you again in the future. And thanks for having me here. Thank you. Thank you. Have a Such wonderful a pleasure. New Year's. Um, and I'll continue to listen. And... Cool. All right. So me... take care. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jackie. And how do I hang up? Sorry. Uh... We can hang you up. <laughs> oh, yeah, hang me. I'm up, a please. I'm a specialist at hanging up on people. I will okay. hang up on you. <laughs> <laughs> Love you guys. Love you too. Have a good Love night. Love you too. Good yeah. night. We're going to do a lot of sound effects tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a full house. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so check out the piece. I mean, you're on Facebook with us, most of you. You know us. Uh, Jackie it's, Clark is her name. I think it's Jackie Clark Art. Something yeah, to that effect on blind. She'll share the website shortly. It's a beautiful... As Chico said, it's a beautiful piece, whether you dance tango or not. Um, it's just a group of people having a good time. So it's not really <laughs> tango in it, a little bit in the background, but that was the inspiration and what an honor. So so what else do we have on the show tonight, Adam? We have some unemployed tango friends. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we are opening the phone line to unemployed tango friends anytime they want to call us. <laughs> <laughs> Which will include Gail and Tioma, Sarah LaRocca, 
I can't say Sarah. I have to say the full name for Sarah. Uh, Jack, Steve. I don't know if Juan when Juan Pablo can join us. Hello, Gail. Hi. Hello. How have you been? How Is are you? Tiama there yeah. with you too? Yes, I am yeah. here. <laughs> Good. Excellent. <laughs> Fantastic. Great to hear you guys. My God. Me too. Are you guys still out of town? Yeah, we're down in Florida. Oh, cool. So you retired? Yeah, yeah, we're retired. <laughs> we're, we're on the golf course, you know. <laughs> going to temporary retirement. How is Mar-a-Lago, by the way? Temporary. How is Mar-a-Lago, by the way? Ah! <laughs> it's great. We're we're fighting for our rights to actually make it our permanent residence. Oh God, no! Good Lord, <laughs> don't listen to him. We aren't doing that. <laughs> oh, look at that. I have the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> What's um? Where in Florida? It's a place called Melbourne, which you don't think was in the United States, did you? No, I was in the States in Australia. <laughs> yeah. You're mistaken. <laughs> there is a Melbourne, uh, Florida, and the reason you haven't heard about it is because it's a little bit Melbourne. <laughs> That's what... But I like to call it the Space Coast. That's what they call it, and I like to call it that because that means space. <laughs> we've seen, oh, we've seen a couple launches actually. We've seen, we've seen a couple because Cape Canaveral is right here. It's it's in view Whoa. from from the beach where we are. So we've seen a couple of launches off of the beach. But the first one we didn't know it was happening. It was one of those Elon Musk ones, and we're standing there like admiring the ocean and the sky, and it was so beautiful at night. And we didn't think there was anyone else out there. And there were some people we didn't notice they were only walking in one direction. Suddenly there was this light that was like the end Arm of the again. world. Arm again. Was there a, was there a the whole sky lit up? Was there a car <laughs> and a giant <laughs> slingshot? <laughs> that's it, that's it, the world is ending, and then and then uh, you know sometime later we realize what that was. <laughs> and there are a lot of people there watching it. We just didn't see them. <laughs> well, that's yeah. that's interesting. I want to get yeah. Steve and Jack and Sarah to get on the call, so we can uh, start officially. Okay, here comes Sarah. They have to press. Here the comes button. Jack. And Steve, Hello. they're popping up like they're popcorn. Popping up like... <laughs> hello. Like wow. Hello. My God. Hello, hello. Hello. Huh? Jack. Hi, everybody. Hi. <laughs> hello, Hi. guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Hello, Tangle World. Great to be back. <laughs> Steve, you already called in once. Didn't he call us? He did. The same way you did before, Steve. Uh, <laughs> says call in, just press that. I'll, I'll try to call him. Maybe that'll work. But anyway, Steve. welcome guys. Jack and Sarah. Thank you. Are you, are you also away from New York? Guys, one uh, of you is with static. Oh yeah, somebody has a lot of static. Um. How do you know <laughs> if it's, it's you Sarah. or not? I, I think. I'm, I'm freezing. I'm not moving. Wait a minute. I can't tell. I mean, record sound. Is it you know, us? It makes it, it makes it if someone goes on mute, would you know? Would you find out? I'm trying yeah, that right we're, now. We're muting all of you well, now. I'm going to mute everybody and see what happens. But Maybe right it's now, us. <laughs> Maybe we mute ourselves. Is it possible my microphone brushing against my chest hair? It's very possible. <laughs> oh, that could be it. 
Uh, could we ask Jack and Sarah to recall back, just in case, because it started happening after one of you guys called. And in. Steve made okay. it. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna hang up. Okay, okay, call us back, please. Okay. okay, that was Jack. It was either Sarah or Jack, because they both hung up at the same time. Yes, Steve, oh, no. you're here. Steve, you're here. Okay. Gail Great. is here. Theo here. Jack is Let's see. Gone. All right. We're welcoming Jack and his chest hair back. Don't welcome. <laughs> okay. It's, oh, Jack. it's Jack. Jack, it's Why do you, you. Do you still hear it? Yeah. Hold on. Let's see what happens. Yeah, we still, hear it. still hear it. Huh. Do you have another pair of headsets? Or yes. Like maybe, let me call, uh, let me, give, me a, give me a few minutes. I'll call back. Yeah. Okay, and great. maybe okay, like bye. close your app, reconnect, and then call us back. Say, shave your chest. <laughs> okay, shave my, shave my chest. <laughs> Go do some manscaping, Jack. <laughs> do, men, do men do Brazilian or is it just women? Oh, they <laughs> sure do. They, they do. definitely do, yes. I don't know. Don't ask me how I know that, but I was yes, going to say that we know how you are. About. Uh, Sarah, I'm sure there's a lot of things we don't want to ask you that we'll ask you. <laughs> yep. There are a lot of wax buttholes out there. <laughs> oh, well, this started good. Yeah. I'm not sure I'm gonna do this. <laughs> so we, 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 this is what we decided. I hope Jack is still listening. Oh. Um, we wanted to start the show off a bit organized, and then we're we're we're, we're assuming we're assuming that as oh, the night come and the pomegranate drinks and who knows what else. Maybe Steve's swimming in Coney Island right now. <laughs> we, will, we will lose control, but we're, we're thinking we, we start off a little organized. We have some questions. We have some music we'd like to play. You guys sent us some songs. Uh, interestingly enough, we only received one tango song Two. from the group. Well, we had a waltz, but it's not a tango. We have a milonga, but that's alternative. That's not a milonga. No? Okay. No. <laughs> We have something. <laughs> but you guys all sent us some interesting music, so I'm hoping you're still planning to be a part of the Tango community after this is over. <laughs> Based on the music, I don't know anymore. Uh, Gail, and, Gail and Tioma are in a blues band. Uh, Juan Pablo's in a, a Quentin Tarantino movie. Steve <laughs> <laughs> is still Steve, so that's okay. And Sarah is waltzing away. Um, um, but yeah. We'll wait for Jack, but um, it's amazing to have you all together with us, guys. I can explain. I can explain that that music choice. Okay. Yeah, maybe. I, I why, don't, why don't you explain I an and then we'll play that first. I have an excuse. We'll wait for Jack. How's yeah, that? perfect. Explain, please. Well, it's actually it's the song that we play uh, every night at the Enemy Sueño. So yes. uh, after the last after the last set, and actually I play that song. At every milonga that I DJ at the end of the night, and that's that, it's awesome. uh, the 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 people who play it, especially one of the two people who play that song. It's a it's a duet between uh, Earl Hines on the piano and Sidney Bechet on the uh, soprano saxophone. Um, but uh, Sidney Bechet is one of those idols of mine. It's, it's like the, 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 my my sanity is tied to like this loose group of uh, artists, mostly musicians, but some artists too, and writers and things like that. So he's a very prominent figure in my uh, base of my sanity. So, <laughs> so as are people like Carlos Di Sali and, you know, 
a lot of others of the, from the group. So, so uh, when I was uh, trying to select a song that, you know, I like to end, I like the ritualistic nature of the Milonga. So I like the yeah. idea of playing the same song at the end. I love Robin's, you know, he plays that song. I'm going home. Home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so I was, when I was selecting that song. I, I wanted it, it wants to be something that, um, uh, it's like a nice thing to listen to as you are taking your shoes off and changing your shoes and leaving something nice to. Um, so when no, that's Robin, great, and this take, is what I was one. asking with the songs to like bring something from your milonga or from one right, year. right. But at the same time, it is it is something that's uh, of great personal significance to me because those the the saxophone player is of great significance to me, and I I feel like he is sort of worthy of the great tango musicians that we listen to. So on, on all these accounts, the song was kind of... How many years have you been ending with this? Oh, Lord. I don't know <laughs> when I started using it. I, I uh, Probably, well, at least 10. Wow. Uh, the fa farther back, I can't remember. I can, to tell the truth, I can't remember two years. Hear Let's hear the song. But I want to say one thing really quick. You guys talked about I'm Going Home that Robin plays. Yeah. yeah. When I... When I was like Robin's student way, way back in the day, I played that once at the end of a milonga, at like Triangular or something. Oh. And here, <laughs> yeah. he comes, here comes this little bald guy. He runs over. He's like, if you ever end the night, that's my song. <laughs> if you ever <laughs> I did it like out of respect, you know? <laughs> that's my song. I was like, oh, it's I didn't know signature. this was a thing. Okay. I'm <laughs> that from the playoff. How did you find that song? Where did you get it? Uh, <laughs> All right. Um, now this Adam, is... I, I hereby I hereby give you an official permission to play the song whenever and wherever you like. I also want to take the opportunity. I'm going to ask a question and then I'm going to play the song and give you guys time to think of the answer. How's that? Perfect. Oh, so, the, and it's a it's a fun question. We'll 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 get to the therapy session later. Um, <laughs> the first question is if you could define your how did we want to put this? The orchestra The question. orchestra milonga If you question. wanted your milonga to be defined by one orchestra, tango orchestra, which orchestra would that be? Dude. Okay. So think That's about easy. that while think we about listen that. to this. We're gonna That's mute so you. easy. Okay, well, we're muted? well okay. I guess I should have. Are we muted? Because we want to talk. <laughs> no, we're going to play the song and I'm going to mute you. <laughs> we're going to mute you while we play the song. <laughs>
That song, it's beautiful. I think everybody's unmuted. Can you guys hear? Can you guys speak? Uh oh, let's try can you again. Hear me now? There we go. All right. I feel like going to Vasilka when I hear that song. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I visualize that I'm at El Ensueño at the end of the night. At Ukrainian. I've been there many times that. at the end of the night. I don't remember hearing that song. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're so drunk by then. I know. Ah, I was going to say. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, we love the bar there. I have to say. I'm going home. I remember that one a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's because it's, you were traumatized by the bald guy. That's <laughs> the other bald guy. The other bald guy. <laughs> Next time I'll traumatize you during, during that song. Do you hear the songs? We'll take a tickle tortilla. I think Jack is still shaving his chest hair. Yeah, he's got a lot of hair, guys. That's gonna, that's he's up, a, he's a fuzzy wuzzy. Yeah, he has a fuzzy Jack is a fuzzy wuzzy. <laughs> he's shaving the word tango into his chest hair. <laughs> like a little mite spot in his chest hair. Um, he's like, Chris, Chris, can you reach my back, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jack, I do love you. <laughs> I do love and you, your chest hair. Jack. <laughs> true. Uh, so, did you guys think about your Well, question? they were ready right away. Yeah. Yeah. So for, for me, well, the, easy for us. The, the question about which which orchestra defines Carmelaga uh, is that that's that is yeah. the question. Well, yeah, for me, it's kind of a no brainer because my absolute favorite tango orchestra is Carlos Isabel, especially the 1940s Carlos Isabel. Uh, the milonga is named after a Isabel arrangement. It's always the last song we play. And the last set we play is always decided from the 40s. The last song we play is always in Sueño. We are obsessed. <laughs> and, you know, I'm a little bit obsessed with Decided because uh, to me, it like stands out from everybody else. I know not everybody shares my obsession. But, <laughs> but um, he's kind of, a, uh, to me, like the, the, the purity and the intensity, and some people even use the word like sacred fire of the of this art form. That he's the sort of the the most uh, the, the highest sort of priest of this of this art form. Uh, but yeah, that's how I feel about Disarli, and that's how I felt uh, actually the, when I first heard the '40s Disarli, especially. I mean, to me, that's really the, the nice. most kind of spiritual uh, uh, part. Do you concur, um, Gail? Oh yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> Good. I'm glad there is no arguments there. Zero. Zero yeah. arguments. Even, even though you know I love other orchestras too. I love you know, I love a lot of you know Lias, I love a lot of Italians, so I'm Troilo and you know, I mean I can those can go on Tarturio and How about you, Sarah? I absolutely 
love the Disarly Orchestra above and beyond all measure and all others, but I'm really into the instrumentals of the 50s. And it, this is music that's been with me my entire tango life, and I'm still not ever tired of listening to it. Mm -hmm. um, it's more my personal uh, taste, and it was also the music I very first heard when I was a complete beginner in tango. It was the music my teachers played and still play, so it was the first tango music I ever heard. And it was the music that made me fall in love with the tango. So it holds, it's so deeply enmeshed in my personal tango experience. I can't say that it signifies my milonga because the night is so long and so much music is played <laughs> yeah. and so many different DJs have their style. Hmm. Um, but I, I like that um, Gail and Tioma shared this song that was a ritual for them. And I had a ritual that I did at the beginning of my milonga that like nobody even heard. I did it myself. And although sometimes I would play it like at the end of setting up and setting up the milonga was always extremely stressful because like nothing at stepping out ever worked and like you would get there and like the air conditioning would be broken or the phone lines would it be down be the or mic. the elevator the, the, microphone. the, elevator, the microphone didn't work the elevator didn't work i don't know it was, it was alarms went on last time uh, right? was, <laughs> god that's right i mean it was it was an well, extremely we, Sarah, uh, exhausting sweet. venue <laughs> we, we 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 have to we want to ask you guys each about like your most interesting experiences as organizers and in, in certain questions that follow up. Um, and you definitely, I'm sure have, have a quite a bag to, so I'm going to, I'm going to put this out there that one of our questions coming up is going to be, tell us about one of the craziest experiences you had as an organizer. Uh -huh. um, and I want to ask Steve, if you could define an orchestra that, that signifies your Milonga well, experience, what would, you, what would you, what would you give us? You know, I don't know. I play a lot of Canaro, older Canaro, uh -huh. and particularly Canaro Maida. Um, mm. The voice is so uh, so rich, and the music is so um, clean, but in a way it gives you a lot more depth than you hear uh, superficially. Every time I hear it, I, I'm inspired. Every time I hear it, I... I, uh, I hear new things, even though when you listen to it uh, uh, simply, it, it sounds quite simple, but it has a lot of depth for me. And um, yeah, I, I think that would be it. Although, God, I mean, there's there's so many others. It's such a rich, rich art form, right? Say I can totally visualize Canaro by the water. Mm -hmm. yeah. too. It's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and Juan Pablo just joined us from his office. Juan <laughs> Pablo! Juan Pablo! Juan Pablo! Oh my god, is that uh, Gail Madeira? <laughs> is that Sara La Roca? Juan Pablo! Chico and Adam are here. Yes. Oh my Why god, that this voice! Awful group of people. Oh my god. What did you get yourself into? You oh thought you had unloaded us forever. Oh my god. This <laughs> year is never going to end. Juan Pablo created this is the awful. virus to destroy us, but we're, we're back. 
no, no chance. How are you guys? Uh, we are good. <laughs> How are you? I miss everybody so much, man. Come yes. On. I yes. miss yes. you too. Yes. Miss everybody. Miss you. Gail, not so much. But... I miss you. I miss you at the end of the night. Is Tioma around? Yes. yes, he just went to talk to his mother, who was making a gigantic feast of Russian food. Oh, <laughs> they celebrate nice. New Year's Eve instead of Christmas, and so... She makes this dark. cake that is fantastic. Oh, God, mm. it's crazy. It has, like, 50 layers of cream. I'm getting hungry now. <laughs> we had a question for everybody. I don't know if you heard it. If you want to... Um, we asked everyone if they... Had to pick one orchestra that would define their milonga. What would it be? Oh. Mm. <laughs> oh, mm. I don't know. I don't know what to say. It's difficult. I cannot. I cannot define the milonga with one orchestra. I can't. I, I know, can't. but if you had to, <laughs> now you have to. <laughs> Fine. I. I'm gonna say Donato Rassiati. There you go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Like Donato Rassiati. If you don't, if you cannot move your feet fast enough, you cannot dance. I think. No. <laughs> are you watching Chico? Nobody you ever picks that one. one. I, I think I think Juan Pablo got demoted, and he's the dishwasher now at his job. <laughs> I, I've been I I have been demoted so many times. Doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> they they, they, find, they find out that you like Donato Rassiati. Is that is that the Oma? <laughs> Yes. The, the Russian guy with a very, 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 very short hair. Yes, it's getting shorter. Very, very, the very. Oh, it's growing inwards now. Well, it's very, very, oh, very no, please, long no. eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my brows are getting longer and my hair in the head is getting shorter. Oh, <laughs> you're so sexy when you talk like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> So Jack's headphones died, everybody. Oh, oh no, uh, Jack! Uh, this is such what? bad timing. <laughs> what are we going to do without Jack? I know he's well, cheap, um, cheap Jack. I think I'll have Jack. to end the show now, guys. I'm sorry. This is, uh, I think we'll have you have to, to like, drive over and pick him up. I think he's like a main... No, I, I, <laughs> I, I don't think, I think... I think he's lying. He's lying. He just went to get some more alcohol. You yeah. want to get another bourbon or something somewhere? If he doesn't come back, we're going to all have to drink three times more on our end to make up well, for his drinking. He's hearing us. He's laughing. That's he can funny. hear us. He commented. Can you hear me? Jack! <laughs> can you hear me now? Hey, Jack, do you need a refill? So I have another question. You need a refill? Right. The... Before we get bonkers and annoy all our <laughs> listeners, I want to ask you another question. Okay, uh, and they're gonna get weirder as we go. <laughs> I want to ask um, each one of you how. So, a brief history. Uh, people don't really seem to realize that. I mean, maybe they do, but organizing an event. I'm gonna have to mute the dishwasher <laughs> temporarily. Okay. Um, so, I don't think a lot of people realize. Not only is it is it a lot of work to, to run an event? It's a lot of work to get people to come to your event. And it's a lot of, uh, takes a lot of commitment to be there, whether it's monthly, weekly, um, whatever the case may be. Yeah. And we, we, 
we invited you guys all because we love you, but we also invited you guys because each of you run a slightly different sort of event. So I was curious, um, I'll, now I want to ask Steve first, like how did you get a following to Volvo? Uh, did you promote? How did you promote? What was your, how did you get people to come and, and stick with it? And, and I'm going to ask Sarah the same thing because, and Gail and Tioma and Juan Pablo, because you've all had very long term events, uh, which takes, it's not only is it hard to get people to come, it's hard to get people to come for 15 years or 10 years. <laughs> um, so Steve, what was your, how did you get, uh, how did you get people to come to Volvo and, and stick around? Well, are we talking back in the day? Cause back in the day I was living overseas and, it's called Volvo Tango simply because I played from the car stereo of a <laughs> no idea. Volvo. No, I did so not that know that. Was, that was my sound system. Nice. And, um, <laughs> and, 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 I did not know this. So cool. <laughs> I did not know that either. Yeah, that's I, love you. I really wanted to learn the answer to this. I'm so glad. Oh, wow. so, so I was living in Copenhagen, and um, I had a beat-up old Volvo. <laughs> And they would have uh, outdoor events uh, where in the sort of the central park of Copenhagen. And uh, by it was they had was was sort of like Midsummer Night Swing. They would have, uh, you know, a a different dance for every night of the week for one month. Hmm. And tango was Wednesday night, I believe. And it was kind of a shame because you had this beautiful stage in the middle of a wooded area of this central park of Copenhagen. And everyone was there. It went from 8 to 10. There was a lesson. And then there was open dance from, let's say, 9 to 10. And you were just everyone was getting warmed up. And then they had to close it at 10. Hmm. So I was there with my car. I had some CDs. And that's how I started, basically, from that. <laughs> um, just playing uh, later and later into the evening. And... Um, and then, you know, I, I, I missed, it rains a lot in Scandinavia. So, um, and I love dancing. I love being outdoors. And um, so I would listen to the weather forecast and get together email lists. And, uh, um, and I would just send out email blasts saying, you know, in this day, uh, you know, two days from now, it's going to be sunny for <laughs> an hour or two hours. Let's meet at this location and try to dance. And that's, what, uh, that's how it started. That's amazing. That, I love this story. Yes, and it was very unpredictable weather. Um, so it was kind of a special thing just in and of that. Um, and what else? What else? Um, you know, um, stick to itiveness, I guess, and mm-hmm. uh, and finding good locations, sticking with them, um, and uh, and you know, uh, it's it's uh, perspiration as well as inspiration. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So, you're you've always enjoyed doing things outdoors. It sounds like. Yeah, I have. I mean, especially after I lived in a country where it rains all the time, hmm. I never, <laughs> I never missed the sun more than I did living in Scandinavia. Mm-hmm. I've always been an outdoors person, but uh, that really uh, pushed me. Pushed well, me, I think uh, I I really think that the next step coming back to dancing is going to be these sort of outdoor pop up events that you're specialized in. It's like okay, you know, it's going to be sunny next week. It might be 50 degrees. We're going to try this thing and see what happens. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And well, I also really like getting the emails for our, your uh, events because, like, guys, it might rain, uh, 50-50% chance, whatever. Like, I'll be in touch the day before. Like, you'll be like, all right, we're on. And I remember... Um, People I, I showing up that. to Tango Cafe 
<laughs> like drenched, like, oh, we just came from full full tank. <laughs> 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 or I could Sorry tell from like I could tell from as Sorry they walked in, the I'm floor. like, oh, they came from full full tank. <laughs> I mean, I've shown up once or twice myself. Not a lot. I get so pooped after schlepping all the gear. And, oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. I, I always say, you know, by the time I get home and put the gear away, if I have any energy, I'll take the subway down. That usually doesn't happen. Well, one yeah. thing I'm, you know, one thing we can all relate to is that when you run an event, people don't think it's people don't seem to think it's, it's work. I mean, I guess they they know it's work, but. You know, we are all have eyes all on all sides of our heads the whole night long. We're oh yeah, tracking yeah. everything. We're watching everything. We're trying to make sure, you know, all the drinks are full, all the floors are clean, everybody's having a good time. And then, um, yeah, at the end of that night, you're not ready to go. I mean, maybe, but yeah, the odds of going rarely are not. Yeah, rarely. And as, as my gear load has increased to like absurd amounts, I mean. <laughs> I, <laughs> It's just, you know, as the Malanga gets bigger, you need more and more sound equipment, and it just gets, uh, it's, it's just too much. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot. It's a lot. And it's also, it's like so many people in your face for so many hours, and then <laughs> yes. you kind of yeah. need to be alone after um, yeah. just yeah. Mm-hmm. Having, to, having so many people around you for so many hours. Or after yeah, party yeah. in the spot, so that <laughs> you can shake it off. Yeah. Like that's so, what we do. Sarah, what was your? You've been organizing as well as Gail and Tioma. How did you have any tricks? I I I I got into tango after you know Empire I, I, Nocturne was already a success and the all night meeting. Oh, yeah. but, what were? <laughs> uh, was that I, I putting keep, the I, dead body in the trunk? What yeah, was that? I keep, <laughs> I keep unmuting Juan Pablo just to see if he wants to like chime in, but then I hear like. Uh, some mobster shit going on, so I have to. We're <laughs> chopping up the arms first. So how did the how did the following grow for the All Night Milonga, Sarah? I really and, don't and for, know. And for Nocturne, for that matter. Uh, yeah, I really, I really don't even know. Uh, it was just like spontaneous combustion. I think, I think lots of, I think <laughs> yeah. lots of. I think sometimes with milongas, it's just a question of right place, right time. And, well, you can't discount. Did it start big? Like, did it? Um, No. Well, what happened was I started it when Stepping Out moved from 57th Street to 26th Street. And they had that big space on 26th Street with 24-hour access. And so I was like, what? you mean we can be in here 24 hours a day, seven days a week? And, you know, I was really deep in my tango lunacy at that point. And uh, I knew that San Francisco had an all-night milonga. And I had been to that milonga in Nijmegen that goes for like 72 straight hours and so I I was like well well, how come we don't have that in New York and I had been uh, with Lexa dancing at the regular Saturday night milonga at Don Ellen Maria's which was very traditional and they uh, uh, didn't allow same-sex couples to dance together and we were told we had to stop dancing because we made people uncomfortable and uh that was just such 
you know, BS. So that happened at like the same time, stepping out, got this big space. And I'm like, well, I just going to start my own milonga where people can dance with whoever they want. And, uh, you know, I just needed something that was really more for the people. So that's how it started. But then the opening coincided with September 11th. Wow. So it was like a week wow. after it was like a week after September 11th happened. So uh, the first one was very small. It was like 50 people. And I think Richard Lipkin was the DJ. And three times more than how many people we had in our first. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just erratic. I would do it like every so often. <laughs> And uh, it started to grow. And uh, David, I don't know if you know who David Renaga is, but David Renaga oh, yeah, said, yeah, yeah. To me, he said to me, you have to take the bold step and make it a regular event. You know, pick a Saturday and stick with it. And that was good advice. So I took the second Saturday and I stuck with it, and it just grew and grew and grew. Yeah, and when you stick with it, it, you can help. Yeah, but also, then, you it know, takes a personality. I mean, we know some people that have tried to run events and they don't take off. And I think your ability, all of your, all of your abilities to attract a crowd, and and and, and you just going. said it like the party's for them. That's something key to what you just said. It's like you're there for them. And, and it sounds like certain milongas so that exist, can, it's almost like you're there for them, it, the host. Yeah, you know? it can be a... Hello? 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 We, we got cut no, off in the middle of your sentence, Sarah. Oh. Are you there? Okay. Are you there? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear I me? Can... Okay. Yeah, we can hear you now. Okay. Um, it's a job. It's a fun job, but no, nope, not here. I mean, we you. all want. Uh oh, it's coming in and out. Uh -oh. It's coming in and out. But yeah, can you go back to where you were saying you're there for them? Yeah, and you have to like people, and you have to sincerely <laughs> want people to have a good time. Yeah, um, yeah, that's really important. And uh, the Milonga actually after. A few years it actually got to the point where it was too big and it became uncomfortable and so I've seen it go through a lot of you know ups and downs and ebbs and flows and um, I'm you know it's amazing I never really set out to have a milonga it was just something that like I said spontaneous combustion and I certainly never expected I would have a milonga that would be as large or last mm -hmm. for so many years. Mm -hmm. And well, I mean, all of us, all of us who do this, it's quite a phenomenon, you know, yeah. for, yeah. for anyone to have a successful milonga anywhere. It's quite a phenomenon and it's something, you know, we can all be proud of and, you know, we're all just little soldiers for tango. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. I want to get to Juan Pablo because he's at work and he might not have too much more time left. Juan Pablo, are you hearing us? Calling in to JP. Yes, can you hear me? Can you, yes. Do you have a moment to chat? Can you hear me? 
<laughs> Are you in the bathroom? <laughs> Are you hanging the lights up in La Nacional right now? Nobody will be in a run. One more time, sorry. I'm here now. Well, if you have time to answer, I want to ask you a question about what was it like to get La Nacional rolling and how were you able to get uh, a following? Uh, yes, I mean, for us, when we started La Nacional a long time ago, uh, we, it was Coco and I, we came from La Belle Epoque, from organizing La Belle Epoque, um, and there was like not a lot of places that were running on Thursdays. Mm. Actually, the, the, the tango scene at the time was like Tuesdays, Sundays, Saturdays, and Mondays was dance and Hatton, but nothing was on Wednesdays or Thursdays almost. So when we opened Thursday, we didn't know what was going to happen. You know, we opened that Thursday. I remember vividly Angel Garcia, which used to be Rosa Collante's partner, was giving yeah, the yeah, class. Yeah. Nobody came to the class, not a single person. We were like, oh my God, we just made a huge mistake. And uh, after that, people start strolling in and we were packed instantaneously. Huh. So I don't know. Yeah, we were very lucky. Yeah. And, uh, but also, like, it was the lack of milongas in the landscape of the urban time. Yeah. So we got, like, packed. What is hard is what I coincide with what Sada was saying. What is hard is maybe not what you do to get the net the first time, because that is kind of luck, I think, somehow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, what is hard is to keep people coming. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. People, tangueros will go to any event for the first time just to check it out, just to see what it is. It's yeah. true. Yeah. It's very but true. And you have to keep them, you know. <laughs> yeah, and New Yorkers always love so a new thing. Is, yeah. Well, yeah, you play tricks, man. Whenever I come to La Nacho, I somehow find myself intoxicated with carnets. That's um, Omar. That's Omar's <laughs> fault. That, that, that is not to be placed upon us because that is all on you. Jesus. It's 100% you. We just made it available to you. I am not responsible for anybody getting oh. drunk. They are very generous. It's not responsible for getting drunk. It's not responsible for drunkards and coming to our place. I'm like, I'm going to leave at 1 a.m., guys, and at 5 a.m. I'm We're rolling pizza. out. We're eating yeah. pizza. I'm getting kicked out of a restaurant sure. or something. You are very generous but, with the pouring at Lanaska now. I can yes. attest. <laughs> well, I mean, the more they that, pour, the less they charge. Uh, I believe in, in, in being generous, you know, like like uh, what Sara was saying too, you know, like we have to be generous with the people that come. I mean, I, 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 I work in this business also in the restaurant business and customer service or whatever you want to call it, you know, I think you have to be very grateful for people to take you to come, you know, and we've mm -hmm. done all we could the, the years, you know, to make sure that we... And some years, you know, we were very slow and we thought we might end up having to close, you know, because we fell out of favor or we were doing yeah. something wrong and we didn't know what it was. Mm -hmm. So, but I mean... Well, I have to also on. say, all of you, like we worked with at one point or another and you're all very generous with artists that take part, not just with your people who come and follow to the milonga but also with the people that you make the event happen with and the people that you're hosting that night um 
and it's amazing to see. Because I believe firmly, you know, I'm not a professional dancer. I am not a DJ. Uh, so my part of tango, besides being a social dancer, good or bad, does who cares? Is the is hosting? I like that. You know, I like people yeah. coming to uh, Milonga and having a good time. You know, having a glass of wine. I don't know what's happening in the bathrooms, and I don't care. I hope they have. Those are bathrooms. You seem to oh, care. Actually, you seem to care. I didn't realize those were there for bathroom because, purposes. Because you're always talking about it for some reason. I think you do care a lot about what's going on in the bathroom. <laughs> the bathrooms are always something. Something. Somebody is going there too much, or something is happening. You know? Whatever. I mean, yeah, but I love it. All of a sudden, it smells like weed in the bathroom. <laughs> Who knows? Or whatever. But I mean, it that makes the sauce, you know, thicker. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. The bar yes. And I, like, I don't know. So I, I always enjoy that, and I think if you enjoy it and you like people to enjoy it, like people end up like having fun at it. You know? Yeah, it's true. But, if you're having fun, there's no reason why they. I mean, you know, it's stress. Yeah. It's also stressful, you know. Like uh, there's so many things are happening, and this time I have to get musicians or that or whatever. You know, it's always like a problem here or there, but like mm -hmm. overall, you know. It's not, you know, it's not like brain surgery. So. Speaking of bathrooms. Um. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> boring. That was, that was not a bathroom. That was a glass of water. <laughs> it sounded so like you a want, uh, Somebody no, no, needs no, some Modium like... AD, and then I'm going to get on to Gail and to you. <laughs> I also well, have to admit, I mean, here's Juan Pablo doesn't say, but it's also quite a workout, and it's it's a lot of work setting up the place and breaking everything down. I mean, sometimes he has help, but a lot of times he does it all by himself. Yeah. Oh, no, call, I know, call, yeah. He used to I, crawl I, up there on the, on the you know, the, the attic, you know, and put everything away with a huge yeah. ladder and all that, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I, I used to go in at 2 or 3 p.m. to finish and open at seven, and then close at two, try to get all the drunkards from Turkey out. And until 5 a.m., <laughs> it mm -hmm. takes three hours for them and to And then it, was, it would be there until three or four o'clock in the morning, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And to set it all up again, so it's a lot. But, but it was very nice. Yeah. By the way, by the way, uh, this is what a, a bathroom sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear a flush. <laughs> there we go. I got it. We got it. So, um, we're going to mute you now, Katie. <laughs> I want to ask now to finish up the questioning for this particular question. Gail and Tioma, what, how about you guys? You've been doing in Sueno for a very long time, started at Lafayette. Uh, grill and yeah. moved to and, uh, Ukrainian. So, how did you get started? And, uh, how did you keep people? And you have to keep your answer to under 30 seconds. Go. Because <laughs> everybody talked. Uh -oh. 10 minutes And what inspired uh, the name? <laughs> well, there was, there were, uh, you know, there were, uh, it was really two, two different phases. You know, there was Lafayette, there was, uh, and then there was a Ukrainian. So again, we started, um, a lot of things came together, and if I have to keep it under 30 seconds, I better just shut up and let Gail talk about more recent history. <laughs> you know, 
<laughs> but uh, but there's a lot that went into it. If I don't have not a lot of time, I don't even know what to focus on. So I'll let you know. <laughs> no, you guys can go. I'm just joking. I'm just okay. Cheap, cheap, <laughs> cheap alcohol. That's it. Well, <laughs> okay. So so in the in the beginning <laughs> stages of it, I mean, um, we felt like again, like like the other people said, there's some luck going on. They suddenly they expanded the restaurant there and there was already Milonga running on Saturday and, and Jose and I and Silvana and we, we sort of started talking, well, let's, let's just, let's open a Milonga because now there's a nice, it's a much nicer dance floor. Um, and it was kind of a, a tricky thing to go against Dance Manhattan. I mean, I didn't see it as going against actually, but some people did. Some people weren't happy about it because Dance Manhattan was a, uh, very long running milonga, and I myself had, you know, when I first moved to New York, that was my favorite milonga to go to. Um, but uh, but then um, I had, you know, sort of been my, my well, like all my standards kind of changed a little bit because I, I had been to Buenos Aires and I really was craving something that was um, in a restaurant. First of all, it was like more in a, in a public place. Uh, it's a restaurant; people can have a little bite and maybe a drink, you know, have some, some wine and, and be at a table. Um, and, uh, also something with a more of a kind of organized and, you know, music, uh, throughout the night, and, you know, tandas, cortinas at, at that time, it was still not very common in New York. Uh, so I was really craving that. And we, you know, it just, I don't remember why Monday seemed like the, the best thing, but also felt like it would be a very different thing from next Manhattan. So I didn't really feel like I was going against it. I was. I was, uh, we were trying to cater to people who also were kind of looking for that thing. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that, uh, you know, did something for it. But having said that, you know, in the beginning, we didn't have, we weren't doing that well. I mean, we were kind of barely surviving at first. Uh, again, at some point, Martin approached me and he said, Gail, this is my favorite milonga and they never publicize. And so can you help them? <laughs> <laughs> so I said, sure. So I started like making the publicity. Yeah, we weren't, we were not very good at, at, at this, you know, social media publicizing. Like, yeah, so I started bombing everybody so, with yeah. pictures. And I mean, part, part of the reason about running Milonga at a, so, so first of all, you know, having Milonga at a public space, at a restaurant rather than a studio, just, it's a different thing. So it attracts certain people who like that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but it also has its own challenges. It's a lot of challenges that you, you have to deal oh, with. I can't even imagine working with a restaurant. Yeah. Oh yeah you have to deal with the owners. <laughs> and we, we've had very difficult uh, people. You know, there was these two brothers at Lafayette Grill. And it was like the Jekyll and Hyde, but, you know, two people. <laughs> the, uh, there was this one brother who he loved the arts. He let the, uh, these uh, uh, horrible painters hang their paintings in his, in his restaurant because he just he loved to to sponsor the arts, and that's why he had us there. He was a very he was a very kind person. He was just very giving. And his brother was this, this complete opposite. He was always screaming at us, yelling at us. We were doing everything wrong. We would you know we had to get out of there quick. We were playing the music too loud, you know. <laughs> so we had to deal with those. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, you know um, so then when we moved to the Ukrainian, um, and I let Gail take over there. Uh, the space was bigger, so that kind of contributed to the Milonga growing a little bit. The management was not any easier for different reasons, <laughs> I'm, I'm you know. Um, but and we almost lost it because of the tough the relationship with the with the management. Um, but uh, anyway, so I'll let Gail talk about the Ukrainian. 
So when, <laughs> when we moved there, I felt like it was a great opportunity to do what I saw in Buenos Aires, which was to have more table reservations. And as everybody knows who came to Ensueño, yeah. we, we're the like the one of the only milongas in New York that uh, really is like obsessed with table Adamant about, yeah. Yeah, I'm really obsessed with it. And the reason I'm obsessed with it is is a, a few reasons. One of the main ones is something organic that happened that I didn't even know would happen, which is when we first moved over there, people were kind of like, ooh, the Ukrainian, are we going to go over there? And so it was a little light at first. And um, I started to basically, people sort of picked, people who had been at Lafayette Grill started to pick their tables. Like, oh, I really like this table. Wait, no, it's too cold. I want to move over here. Okay, I like this one. Can I have this one every time? So then I started to organize it, like make a chart and say, okay, that person wants to always be there. I guess I'll just put their name on it every day, every week. And then um, I started to realize like, wait, if that person doesn't show up, one week, then I don't know if they're going to be there or not. So I started contacting all the people that I called the regulars. I started contacting mm-hmm. them every every Sunday and Monday and saying, are you going to be there? So mm, they cool. it became their table. And yeah. we have, like, mm, all cool. the tables on the dance floor are basically kind of owned by people. And the cool thing about that is that then they feel ownership in their yeah, table. Yeah, absolutely. Then, then they populate it. They bring friends to sit at their table. And the cool thing, too, is that like a lot of people feel like it's not inclusive because it's like a clicky thing where, oh, you have your table. But actually, it, it's really helpful in two ways. One is it's kind of like having homes like all in one community and you can go visit somebody's home. You can go visit their table and sit with them and talk to them, but you know where to find them. You and know where they live. Important thing, yeah. Because, like, in for instance, some of the big we went to big festival. I think it was Yale once or something. And I was just like, oh my god, it's a tsunami of people. And every time the 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 time that ends, it's like this tsunami of people that flows out. And I don't know where anyone is. I can't find people. I don't know like where is anyone. But if you have yeah. a table, you always know where to look. And it's hard enough in the very beginning of a tanda when you first hear the first notes to think like, oh, wait, Biagi, who do I want to dance with? Okay, there they are. And then Cabaseo. And if you know where they are, it makes it infinitely easier. So that has been really great. Um, and then they populate their table. And then you have like groups, you know, that that uh, that um, visit each other. Yeah, it really made it um, grow organically. I have to That's say. great. And here is our uh, stalker is joining us, guys. Just so you know, he's here with us every week. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I was passing. I was passing by, and somebody, somebody (laughs) mentioned Biagi. Somebody mentioned wine, and somebody night in New York. I said, "It's my." Are calling me? Somebody's calling. (laughs) My jam. It's my jam. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, I like to add that there's a there's a theory out there for what you know it's it's not easy on a Monday to get enough people to come and and there's a there's a sort of theory dubious theory out there but I have to I have to talk about this really, really briefly why enough people come to Ensueño and um, I, I don't know if it's true but but it's but, but it's but it's it's there well uh, Gail is all about cheap at home but but the theory <laughs> that I'm talking about is different it's about uh, like look at Jose and myself. You know, you, it's very hard to find like people who have a, as much of an opposite take on how you should like dress for tango and how you should <laughs> be for tango. You know, I'm like I, I dress in a, in a suit, you know, and and I and I try to and I try to like I don't know I, I try to be like milonguero, you know, whatever you know, like of the old or something like that. I don't know why, but uh, and and then Jose is wearing the ripped jeans and you know and the backwards hat and shirt. You know, he's this like tall hippie approach to tango, 
And uh, it, uh, the theory goes that we basically, we each attract certain people. We attract very different people. Like the people who Jose attracts would be terrified of me and would not come. <laughs> you know, I was always there, you know. And the people who, like, I attract, uh, you know, would would not would be terrified of Jose. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> so Consuelo is schizophrenic <laughs> with lots of table reservations and cheap alcohol. We yeah. Okay. In a nutshell. No, it definitely <laughs> helps to have teamwork that way because you reach out to different yeah. people. With Adam and me, it's the same, like, uh, certain people that, don't connect well with me, we'll connect well with him. And nobody likes me, so everybody just comes to see Chico. <laughs> before we lose, before Juan Pablo leaves us, we, he sent us a song, and we want to play it, and then we're going to continue the conversation. I hope you guys will Should stay with us. Should we ask him why he picked that song? Yes, Juan Pablo. Can you, can when you I speak? play it, when you guys, when you guys play the song, uh-huh. yeah, we're gonna... is the person that is going to know what it is. Okay. right away. Pablo, right, maybe, you can, me digas, maybe, maybe you can del, explain lo, it afterwards. Yeah. yeah to, to, to fill in other people who very may not be familiar. All right. I may not no play problem. the whole thing because it's annoying. No, just a little bit is enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's La Nacho, man. No, you have to floss. Flossing. 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 I'm flossing. I'm imagining Tiamat flossing. He's been wearing sweatpants for nine months. Jack! Jack's back! Jack's Yay! back! Yay! I don't know if this is working. Is yeah. it working? Can you hear me? We needed the song to get done. Oh my god, Jack! Wait, can you hear me? from the dead with your song. Yeah, and you sound great. Uh, no way! Oh, I figured it out. Jack. Oh my god. Oh my god, no one talked about that, technical, uh, going through the technical difficulties. Of, of doing a milanga. I felt like the same exact way. It was the same exact panic that I had pretty much every night. I'd walk into a milanga that I was running. I know, like, I will, are the RCA cables plugged in? Are they plugged into some other amp in some other room? Oh, okay, good, I'm glad. I had to learn about grounding on equipment. Like, I was DJing somewhere in, like, Ann Arbor, and apparently my computer wasn't grounded. And I'm like, oh, God. And they're like, Either you need to unplug it while you're playing, or you need to touch something while you're touching your computer. Yes. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Well, Sarah, how about the microphone at A and M? Oh God, we, we've already covered that. <laughs> God, there By were the gremlins way, in that microphone. JP, that was a great choice. Excellent. Excellent choice. That was excellent that was awesome. choice. The visual was great that went with that song. That's the most aerobic the song, activity I've had in my life. something we played after 2 a.m. at the Nacional. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was something to pick us up, and it was funny, and I like Quincy Jones, and I like that 
also know our song very much. But we all twisted. We did a twist, all of us together, at the mm -hmm. end of the Milonga before I put everything out. And it was like a picnic. Yes. Everybody up again and it, and just, yes. You know. It did. It totally picked us up, and it made Jack be able to call in. I really did. It inspired me. <laughs> <laughs> Broke through the veil. Jack was like, "I will try this again." So I, I, I want to ask you guys another question. This one's a little more goofy, but I was thinking about this yesterday because I do this all the time. I'm gonna mute the dishwasher again. Um, <laughs> So I have a pet peeve, but I still do it myself. So the question is, what is something you hate when other people do it, but yet you still do it yourselves and excuse your behavior? <laughs> <laughs> and mine is this, and, and it doesn't have to be that uh, um, profound. But So yesterday I was leaving the, the, the gym and I was walking home and I really wanted to listen to something on my phone. So I spent the whole walk home trying to get something to work on a radio station. And it's like a half an hour walk. And I hate when I watch people walking down the street texting on their phone. It drives me insane. But I do it all the time. And when I do it, I'm like, it's okay. I'm under, I, I got this under control. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm curious if like, if you have any moments when you see people doing certain behaviors and you're like, God, I hate that. But then you see like, you're like, oh, I do that all the time. I have one. I have one. Okay. Yeah, go for it. Okay. You know, when you go around a corner and I mean, in the U.S., we drive on the right. So when you go around a corner, if you're coming around, you're supposed to like go around wide enough in case somebody else is coming the other way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hate it when people don't do that because then you can run into somebody smack in the face or, or you can just have a really awkward moment where you're trying to dance. Mm -hmm. or, <laughs> and you really could avoid it if you just gave them room when you come around the corner. And I hate it when other people do it, but I catch myself doing it all the time. And whenever I <laughs> run into somebody when I'm doing that, because I end up you know, I go into the office and I do this in the office, and I run into somebody and I just have to laugh at myself because I hate it and I do it too. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone okay. else have enough? I would yeah. I would say that I'm really guilty about, you know how in the grocery store they've made it all like they put the arrows in the grocery store now? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I am like incapable of following the arrows in the grocery store because like I'm just daydreaming and I hate being in the grocery store and I'm just thinking about like, I don't know, Louis Couture's or something like that. And I'm in the grocery store and then yet... Yeah, when I notice other people going the wrong way and not following the arrows, I'm like, ah, oh, ah, oh, what are you, a moron? Can't you see the fucking arrow? Like, you're going to get us all killed. <laughs> oh, that would be mine. Uh, that made me think of one. Who's next? Well, I, 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 I hate it when people drink too much. It's just terrible. <laughs> it's just terrible. It it is. Jesus Christ. No, no self-control. <laughs> How many videos do I have? Well, that's yeah. actually going to lead into my next question. Well done. <laughs> Steve, what about you? Is he muted? Okay, I think so. 
Do you know? Are you He's muted. unmuted. Hello, hello. There you go. Hello. Hello. Yeah. I don't know what what to say. Those <laughs> stupid circles for social distancing. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I always wonder, you know, as I'm in a daydream or whatever, waiting on the checkout, and oh, I'm too close, I got to move back, and uh, yeah, that's that's that, that I suppose because it annoys me when people get in my space, but yet again, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just, uh, yeah, that that would be it, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a big adjustment, even after all these months, to 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 respect the protocol or to realize you're not respecting the protocol. Or like it's so much easier just to realize that others there. aren't doing that it. That it is then... always there. That it's it's you know you it's like mm. going out forgetting your mask. Like oh shit, I got to go back and get my mask. Mm -hmm. It's like some days it's just as if this doesn't exist. And yeah. then, oh, it's like of course, it's it exists. like situational awareness. You have to yeah. have this yeah. constant situational awareness. Yeah, mm -hmm. and Am and I it's tiring. Of... It's actually yeah. tiring. It's just just a little presence, but it's always there. Right. Mine is sort yeah. of similar to you and Sarah, where I feel if I'm at the grocery store and people get like near me, like right next to me to get something, I'm like, okay, like, thanks. We have the six foot thing that nobody cares. And then I'll find myself like going behind someone, sneaking my arm in <laughs> almost like through the jelly, <laughs> grabbing something they have in front of them and then realizing, oh yeah, I do this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, here in Buenos Aires, I am, I summer and I am biking a lot. And and I hate when I drive these bikers that they sneak in the places and they, they appear <laughs> suddenly and crossing the street with the right in the red. So this is me now with my bike. I'm doing <laughs> that and I hate myself. I'm on the bike going da, 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 and I see the red go like yellow. I'm thinking I can do it. I can do it. And I cross. And then when I cross, I think I will hate myself. <laughs> Chico, you said you had one. I said I shared it. No, oh, I don't. The way it. I reach out. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. Of, you literally just said it. Yeah, it's also yeah. said that I feel like I have Mr. Gadget arms and like they go and wrap around people. <laughs> JP and Fiona didn't respond. I think. Uh, yeah. Well, I know. I mean, the, the main thing that I've been noticing lately is, uh, you know, I don't really like when people don't know how to argue and and get and lose their temper. You know, and start like raising their voice and being really kind of agitated. And, uh, you know, and I lately I've been finding myself doing exactly that. Uh, <laughs> on a number of I'm sorry, Gail. <laughs> it really bothers me when men beat their wives. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Um, <laughs> so, so at first I thought, I thought, at first I thought, well, there was just one time, and I'm, I'm not really like that. And and then I was kind of forced to admit, no, actually, I am like that. I, you know, I, 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 yeah. Certain situations can make yeah, you really like Certain, like certain situations kind of trigger me, I guess. And, uh, and you guys can probably guess what... It's not know, us. You become it's not, this monster. What, it's not us. What, what, what the, you know, there's been a lot of arguments around lately. How about JP? Yeah. I hate people that complain a lot. <laughs> I am a complainer that complain. <laughs> All the time. All the time. <laughs> I just don't seem to see it, you know. I'm a complainer. 
Then people were like, oh, yeah. can you lower this? See, Jesus Christ, always complaining. Blah, 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 blah. But I'm like that, you know, I complain, complain. That's funny. <laughs> Such a porteño. Such a porteño. All right, before our next question, guys, we're, we're going to ask you to mute yourself or we'll meet you. We're going to play one more song. We're going to play a song that Steve sent us. Yay! All Very right. special song that'll lift us, lift up our spirits and get us ready for the next question. Whatever part of the program, who knows what's next? <laughs> um, here Steve, we go. The, yes. Does yep. he want to talk about why you picked that song first or he, after? Well, he picked two. He doesn't know which one we're going to play. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, but they're the both name. very cheerful, and they're, uh, they're kandambe. I love kandambe. It's, it's, it's my favorite genre, subgenre. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I love it. It's so spirited, and uh, it's just delightful. It's delightful. Cool. All right, I'm going to play El Cachivachero. Mm hmm. Cachivachero. Cachivachero. Chivachero con su aguardento sopregón Iré pregonando por las callecitas El moreno pantalón Y pasa el cachicachivachero Con su aguardento sopregón Sale la vendela toda la vecina Y aprovecha la ocasión Cachivachero 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 La más vieja Fieros fueron seratores Contra señor Que el botellero El botellero la más vieja que nos bronce, señora, quiero comprar. A ver esos cueros. Está contento el cachivachero, su carrito lleno está. Mientras que su relaja de esta salada, van chirriando triquitra. El cachicachivachero con su aguardento sopregón Sale la vendela y toda la vecina Y aprovecha la ocasión Cachivachero 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 Jamás vieja Tiene un Con la señora Y el botellero El botellero Jamás vieja Tiene un señora Quiero Fantastic choice. Told you that was Milonga. Candombe. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> everybody else no, is muted. Everybody's muted. muted. <laughs> Why isn't what everyone else talking? What did you all think of the song, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> that was a Sorry, good choice. I got to unmute everybody one at a time. Uh, except for Tielman Gale. Hold on. By the way, you guys can unmute yourself. Oh, if Jack's you not you. unmuted. I, I, I listened to your lesson earlier. I, good. I, what lesson? I taught them how to uh, mute the uh, Yeah. 
Some of the, yeah, thank you, Jack. Because some people forgot they even knew how to call in. <laughs> wow, that's, so, that's what does that what does Cachiveron mean? Oh, guys, come on! It is it's my name. It's I almost cry. I, I remember when I was a kid. Okay, Cachivachero, guys, what it means in Buenos Aires here, nowadays still some people like do that. And and at that time there was a, it's the person who go around in the neighborhood buying use or old things. And it's as well, or collecting old things. Cachivache means old things that are so. Cachivachero, but Cachivachero is the person who, who go uh, in, the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the neighborhood as screaming. Botechero, Botechero, that is what I remember when I was a kid. <laughs> so these days, huh. but somebody has something like a, a furniture or anything that appliance that is really old and they want to make money on it, they sell it to this person That's or just dad. give it to it. Because this is Man. this is what they do. They they collect this stuff and go and sell it to, to the pieces or the, the recycle. In wooden like uh, wheel carts they would come around the neighborhood and yell same way like mm. in Argentina so I have another mm. question guys oh by the way five questions can you recognize five questions five questions five questions <laughs> we forgot to play the official theme song. Yeah. Batman. Um, I want to ask you guys, in no particular order, I'm going to let whoever is the most excited to answer this question go first, but what is the craziest thing that ever happened at, at your the... event? Oh, oh, my God. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you oh have my to pick God. one within the 118. Yeah, oh, really my God. Down, but it it like was those people... It was those people by the coffee maker. <laughs> what? I, I missed that. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to hit that button. <laughs> we need a drum roll for this. Oh yeah, wait. Oh, hold on, hold on. It's <laughs> a long drum roll. I love it. Yeah. Yes, Sarah, oh. we're waiting. Sorry. There was this couple that had sex by the coffee pot. <laughs> oh, coffee God. pot is in front of a giant window. That's yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's, that's facing the window. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I didn't hear correctly. Repeat that, please. <laughs> oh, you did. You did. <laughs> you heard your right. That was just nasty. That was just like nasty. The coffee that was pot. You put the coffee maker in front of the room on the far left that, of the front desk. At that point, it was on the the ledge in like the lounge area, okay. and there oh. was a window. Right. So it's and um, so it's pretty wide open. It was, yeah, but it was before we used that studio on the other side. So they were sitting on the bench on the other side of the window where everybody would go to get coffee and um <laughs> I, yeah like the I man was sitting the on the only, bench the I man was sitting on the bench and the woman was sitting on top of him and yeah that would be one and then like people were just there was like this just mob you know people by the coffee 
I think I was here that night. Unless this is the only oh story where we having sex in one of the rooms at all night. Yeah, and I was dancing, and somebody came and got me, and I was like, "What? What? It's not that kind of a party." Yeah. <laughs> so, what did you, so, you do about it, though? By the time I got there, they had stopped. But um, it's they they, they finished. It's <laughs> funny. <laughs> I mean, it's you know, it's funny in hindsight. It's a funny story to tell, but really, it's so rude to do that because it's like obviously they got a thrill from that, but like people don't want to see that. You know, it was just. I thought it was kind of rude there is pictures no, <laughs> yeah, no. I, think, I think most of the stories we're going to share in this for this question are going to be in hindsight funny yeah exactly <laughs> and, not funny when but they usually know. perverted and I, I, right and, and possibly deserving of law enforcement but you know <laughs> yes yes and i want the audience to be listening carefully because in the end i want to like vote which story oh. wins to be the uh, Oh, that first puts another experience. added pressure on yeah. it now, Chico. I mean, there oh, were just be, there were so many. many. Um, <laughs> I, I, I can, I can by, go. By the way, by the way, before before Sarah, thank you so much for the coffee because in, in the Milonga the coffee made me keep running. <laughs> thank you so much for the coffee. The cream, now that I have that inspiration about the sex, much better. <laughs> um, there well, were so is, many. There were so many. Just... So there are so many. This is a little more tame. I won't talk about the guy with the erection. Let's just leave that alone. <laughs> um, but there was a time at Fada where this couple who was having a fight wanted me to pass notes back and forth for them. So they were, <laughs> they were sitting. They were sitting at opposite ends of the table. <laughs> and these yeah, weren't were just like even, posted. Were they notes. even dancers? They were, yeah, yeah, they were dancers. Okay, I mean, okay. they were, they, they were, you know, also had regular they were like, guests. they did, yeah. Uh, they were like maybe two or three year dancers. Uh, they were so, somewhat beginner, intermediate, but I young, loved young nice couple. Regular, rest, the regular restaurant people. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been very weird. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I only pass notes for paying customers. <laughs> but these weren't these weren't just like post-it notes. These were these were very long letters. They were sitting there. So did you read them on the way to the other table? <laughs> so they gave them to me. I, and I don't know if I can find them, but they gave at the end of the night. She gave me. She gave me a couple of them and said, "Thank you so much. This is this was uh, this is what we were writing, and it was so important." And she gave them to me, so I was part of their threesome or something. That is really. I need to. I need to speak to a professional about what the significance of that means. Like, it's like some kind of performance. Somewhere I have them. therapy thing. Somewhere I have them, I think, and it was mostly, and it was mostly dribble. I think they graduated to uh, Sarah's Milonga a couple years later because... Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe it was the same couple. Maybe like, maybe. This was like, we're just getting used to this exposure, this like, <laughs> exhibitionism thing. And then fast forward a couple of years, and they're like, oh, coffee. Mm. <laughs> oh, my God, you're right. They evolved. <laughs> I think so. I think so. <laughs> I didn't know coffee was an aphrodisiac. 
Actually, I think it is a supposed. I don't think. Well, whatever. It's a but, stimulus. But going back, but going back to the idea, going back to the idea of come on, running come on, Sarah. You never been in Buenos Aires when they call you. Let's go. Let's go. To, oh, let's, let's go for a coffee. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, I've had a lot of coffee in Buenos Aires. Oh, they, they, yes. they, <laughs> they got right down to coffee. Yeah. What were you going to say, Jack? Oh, I was going to say, we're just going back to the idea of so much customer services involved with running a Milanga. I didn't even question it. She would come up to me and say, would you please take this letter over to my boyfriend over there? And I said, of course. I brought it over to them. I never questioned it. Of course I will. Of course I will. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, Mr. Postman. What other stories do we have? Steve, Steve, does anything? I want to know is what's. Uh, I'd be curious about the hello? Copenhagen Volvo, too. But yeah, well, whichever. What's, what's the craziest thing that might have happened? Yeah. And you're not allowed uh, to be involved. I, you know. <laughs> I'm not in. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I have to draw a blank right now. I'll, I'll, uh, I can't think of anything. Nothing I mean, it's happened all in the bowl. No one ever on fell rolling. in the water. <laughs> there was oh, there was actually, no man yes, with an yes, erection. Yes, yes. Speaking. No, no this is well, the, the, a kayak. And he's like, no, hold on. There was both. Um, <laughs> there was a guy with an erection who fell in the water. <laughs> there was yeah, uh, an incident where a. A, a kayak instructor had uh, been teaching a woman who got caught in a, it was actually, it could have been a very, very dangerous situation. And, um, and uh, she was pinned between the outgoing tide Ooh. and her boat and the, and the, uh, the wooden pylons Ooh, of the pier. Terrible. Oh so God. that is, you can imagine that's a tremendous amount of force. And I'm very proud to say, uh, that one of my Milangeros climbed down in his dance shoes Holy and shit. was able to grab her and pull her out. So he wasn't able to get her up onto the land, but he was able to get her onto the ledge of the um, of the of the pier. And then the coast guard came and and uh, wow! Can we ask who that was? Tango saves the day the once again, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it's, that's a big um, story. Oh God. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, that's a real story. Mexican guy, what's he's? Oh, one second. Um, Peter Park. Grief. Marco? Huh? What is his name? No, not Marco. Um, he's also involved with running um, sort of a Nuevo Malanga with uh, Eka, 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 I can't pronounce Oh, Eka, yeah. Um, um, what is his name? It's on the tip of I see his face, and I, I'm so bad with names. Um, doesn't it start with an M? Um, yes, yes, yes. Oh, good grief. Well, we'll come to you. Is it Miho? Miho? Is it no, Miho? no, 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 not Miho. Hmm. Um, I've seen his face right now. Anyway, what a thing. Wow, I amazing. mean, he went down, wow, pulled the lady wow, wow, out, wow. and then, you know, was dancing Mega. with Mega. <laughs> I mean, the only That's thing that a... happened with me is I've, I, I've chased a, a, I've chased a picture uh, of someone <laughs> taking a bag off the pier. Somebody wrote Mega. And made him go back and put the bag back. But that's wow. not so exciting compared to like you know saving someone from, from from drowning. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Can you? That's, can, a, that's wow. a winner. Well, can um, you? Yeah, sorry. Can you imagine? Can, can you imagine the, the in the in the tanda saying, "Is dancing a milonga"? <laughs> say, "One moment, I need to go to rescue somebody." Then I come back. Go rescue somebody. Go say hi. Sorry for the delay. And they they have a coffee. That. Yeah. Ooh. 
Yeah, yeah. All right, well, wow. I, I that's hear, a good story. I got to hear JP. I got to hear. This. No, I got to hear Gail and Tioma top this. You had to save someone from the bathrooms in the Ukrainian, I'm sure. Well, the bathrooms of the Ukrainian are. That's a sketchy ass. The staircase to the bathrooms. I mean, that place is so creepy, man. That is. We have that crazy bar. I know. That's why dive bars. So a lot of people, a lot of kids, a lot of, mostly young people, come down to the bathroom from that bar. And I've walked in on people having sex on the, on the sink too, area too. of the bathroom. Me too. Me <laughs> too. Me <laughs> three. But that's not really our, you know. And they, it hasn't been. Really, it hasn't really been happening lately. And they wonder into the new longer. Yeah, it definitely hasn't no, been happening lately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, I think the mood. The mood yeah, left around March. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and you're yeah. Baby. Um. Well, the, you know, the there's there's been. I'm I'm sitting here thinking, God, you know, because there's there's all these people who we've had to convinced to leave the milonga because you know it being a public milonga in a public place that's another thing that's the flip side of doing that is that all kinds of people wander around. yeah they wander you know and you uh but states. nothing comes to mind that was really that exciting i think you know gil and i was just thinking about it and i think the most exciting thing that we can think of is self-inflicted um, is self-inflicted that's right <laughs> so 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 we, we uh, uh i mean you know we like to dress up for halloween and we used to be into all these you know Halloween contest, yeah, we must win, we must win. We even had our uh, nemesis, like, you know, Nikki and oh, Fred, yeah, that's good. Halloween. We, we would always, we'd always, we had a like, competition. Sort of go, we had a competition, go, you know, we were like, we always try to outdo each other, you know, <laughs> and then, and then we start, and then they started getting a whole posse of people, uh, you know, doing group costumes and things like that. And, and Gail and I were trying to do something. And then, you know, one year we just said, you know, enough of the competition already. We need to come we, together. We need to just come together. We need to just forget the competition. We need something that would be just transcend this whole competitive thing. So we, we came up with this idea of um, doing something in, as, a, as a big group. And it was, what it was, was uh, synchronized swimmers. And I don't know if you guys seen the the videos of that or anything like that. I, I just um, remember so, Gail saying that we didn't choreograph this or rehearse it and that's what made it so much more real but that's why it was so crazy that's what's so crazy about it actually that was, well, i mean one crazy part is that everybody was wearing the female swimsuits you know all the men and women were wearing swimsuits caps <laughs> mm -hmm. and like, nose clips and things like that you know and little ballet slippers to pretend like we're barefoot or something you know so but but then we what we did was this we had each person or a couple or part of it choreograph something and uh, put the video on YouTube on like as a private, you know, video or whatever, unlisted video and share it. And then everybody would try to just learn it on because it was completely you unrealistic. Right. It was completely it. unrealistic to get together and rehearsal this. So we had about like, I don't know, five different, five, six, seven different routines. I can't yeah, remember right now. Yeah. That were all shared on YouTube and everybody tried to learn it. And then <laughs> some never practiced. But we never practiced it. Yeah. And some will pull it off. So and we did it in every cortina. Basically, every cortina was like a 30-second little performance of synchronized swimmers doing something. <laughs> who didn't actually who didn't totally actually, know what they were supposed right, to be doing. Right, but didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> 
and it was amazing fun. It was totally wild, so and uh, I don't know, very memorable. But that you know, it was, it was a very deep level of focus. I have to say, I think it was very interesting. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so I mean, that's that's like the most interesting, craziest thing we can remember. But maybe because we don't remember the bad stuff very well. You know, we <laughs> yeah. just, no, you know, that's a great I'm story, sure though. Bad stuff that was that was that was, that was a ma epic Halloween idea and. Yeah, just... yeah. At least, at least, all the people who took part of it and enjoyed it. I think everybody who witnessed it too. Watching. Yeah, but you know, yeah, no, yeah, that was... they're kind of like, "What is this?" <laughs> I mean, especially as you guys said, like you, you, with the ex exception of Jose, like you, 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 you attract like a certain crowd with a certain idea of the milonga, and then you're going out there and just being reckless and goofy and, and, and lighthearted. And, and I think, and everybody there is as well, even if they dress up and have a table and all that stuff. So yeah, it was, it was a great idea. They're all wacky. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of goofy even in a suit, but you know, most people just don't see it somehow. You're the goofiest man in a suit I've ever met. Besides the clowns. Ah, JP's got to have some stories. He still... I have a collection of stories <laughs> here. Can you hear yes, me? Yes, sir. Yeah, no, I have a collection of stories. They're not, I mean, I don't think anybody can top Steve Belzer's thing. It's really amazing. And it's impossible to have a kayak in the Nacional. But I had plenty of sex. <laughs> I have, yes, I have plenty of drugs. I have violence. <laughs> I had a. Uh, you know, like you got a park right now. Uh, yeah, dear God, are you? On the, I feel like I'm on the train. <laughs> I feel so good. Like I feel Jurassic like I'm on the train. It feels like I'm on the subway. Yeah, by the it. way, just to segue, one of my favorite. Was, yes, go ahead, Juan Pablo. Sorry. No, one of my favorite was uh, like this. Women came to the front door asking, "Have you seen him? Have you seen him? I know he's here." Excuse me, my husband. Have you seen him? I know he is here. <laughs> and she started looking towards uh -oh. the dance floor, and this tall, tall guy looked back, and he went pale, like white, pale. And grabbed him by the ear. I'm not kidding, like a kid, and brought him out and screaming. I knew you were here, motherfucker, blah, 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 Took him out and took him away. <laughs> I never saw them ever again. That was good. But the one I think I really, I really did not like, but it was awful, was like, I remember Viviana Parra was DJing one night, and she left the back door open because it was very hot. So the neighbors complained, and the police came over to La Nacional around 9 30, 10 o'clock, and... Nope, we're losing you. I will bring three buses and take everybody away. I will arrest everybody in here. So I had to stop <laughs> longer and give money back to everybody. Oh, fuck. One by one, oh, and God. I closed... Shit, we're losing him in the middle of an exciting storm. Yeah. He's underneath the East River. That was awful. I got I got the gist, but uh 
Jesus. From the center to JP. We're losing you. Uh, I can hear you. We're going to have to get that story. <laughs> we're going to have to follow up on that story later. Um, we, we, we're, you're cutting in and out. Sorry, guys. Hello, hello. I'm here. Hello, hello. Oh. I can hear you. I can hear so you. So why did you have to give people their money back? The, because the police came and because told Because the police was going to come, come and take Russia. them all. The, the sergeant told me, if I come back and everybody's here, I will take them all back with me. So, oh, my God. Oh. Well. That's horrible. Well, we yeah. thought there was Or the crazy guys that used to run La Nacional, you know? <laughs> the old Spaniards that used to run La Nacional used to come back up and turn the lights off yesterday, too much electricity, and blah, blah, blah. Turn all the lights off. And, you know, people were dancing, man. <laughs> you want to do a circuit breaker. You run to the circuit breaker and turn everything off. You Holy shit! Wow. Yeah, oh he my was god! A he was a drunk. Wow. I can I, I can I talk that so one. Much. The, ma the manager at Ukrainian said that it was hot in our milonga because we had candles. <laughs> 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 and then after we switched to the after we switched to the battery candles, he said, "It's hot because you're dancing. If you would stop dancing." <laughs> I, mean, I think he was trying to get you to get out of so Ukrainian slowly. I I I have to go. I have to really go right now because I have I have to go. I have to finish something uh, at work. But I miss you all, guys. Today. We miss you too. Thank you for calling in between your work. Juan Pablo. May I ask you something? Yes. yes. Will we will we will we will we be dancing at the Nacional again? Yes, as soon as we have a That's all yes. I need to hear. That's all I need awesome. to hear. Thank you. I'm glad, Hooray. I'm glad we will be back. We will I, I wanted to um We're looking forward to it. Hooray. I wanted to talk to you guys all about this shortly before, before we get to dark. I don't want to end. I don't want to go dark yet, but I wanted to ask each one of you guys about uh, your ideas for the future. But uh, before then, I just want to say, Juan Pablo, thank you for joining us. I hope they don't dock your pay for this time. Um, <laughs> thank you. But uh, no, think, and I will definitely want to be back. We need a vaccine. We need to get confident yes, again. Yes, 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 exactly, good. exactly. Yeah. Be well, my right. friend. Ciao. Thank you, guys. Ciao, man. Ciao. Ciao. Love Ciao. you, Juan Pablo. Ciao. Love you. Love you too. Ciao. So before the Bye. next question, guys, we'll play another song. We'll play Sarah's. Waltz. We're gonna play with Sarah. Send us. Uh, we're gonna tell you uh, our our. We have we've had we've had oh, our yeah, handful of, of of of. Um, Incidents, crazy stories, but the one that Chico wants us to tell. <laughs> so we started. Here's the thing: we started Malaleche with um, only on the two side, the two small. The rooms. Wednesday night side, which we no longer have, unfortunately. That that space is gone now. They rented that to a something daycare or something. Daycare. But we started Malaleche, and in the first several months, we had like 30 people, 20 people. Um, this happened within the first. This happened within two, the first two months. or three months. So there were only twenty or thirty culprits, and we're 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 you know we're doing our thing and and you know how people hang out in the middle room between the two rooms and I think mm -hmm. we started with one room right. So when you enter the room on the left with the big windows, so that's where the main milonga was, and people hung out 
between the front desk and the bathroom door. That was like the hangout outside the room. Okay. Sorry, I just wanted to give that background information Fine. outside the dancing room. And um, we start noticing an odor. And I'm like, what is, what, 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 and we started the milonga, uh, I forget when we started Malalechi, it was December. Yeah. December, January, February were the first three months. So, so winter time. This is cold out. So the windows were open, but there was no air conditioning on. We noticed this odor and, and I think I was like, and she goes like, something smells. And we're I was like, like someone farted? Something, like no. First. And I said, no, it's got to be coming from the outside. So let's close the windows. And so we closed the windows and it's, now it smells even worse. worse. <laughs> And uh, if Jack, Jack you worked by. at the studio, you know the space. If you, yes, behind yes. the front desk, there's that restroom, right? Yes, yes. Apparently, <laughs> apparently and, and, yes. and not even apparently, factually, um, somebody had taken the largest diarrhea yes. you could ever imagine oh, no. everywhere except for oh, in no. the bowl. It was, on the oh, no. it was underneath the sink. Oh, no. It was underneath the sink. Oh, on no. the walls I would have left, left Tango forever. You think Corona's going to get people to quit Tango? No, this is going to get people. Uh, <laughs> someone came out of the bathroom. They're like, like, someone wanted to go in there. Like, guys, you need to take care of this. So oh, then Adam no. opened the door and he closed it right away. He's like, Chico, you need to see this. And I opened the door she found and it in I her own started mouth. like almost vomiting. And I said, I can't oh, do God. anything about this. I'm just going to throw up all over the place. So, so uh, <laughs> hands up, first year Milonga organizer, long time, long time caller. Um, Customer service, baby. Yes, you got to uh, strip oh. on the yellow rubber gloves and go in there with a mop bucket and clean that up. Oh. While my dance partner was vomiting oh. in the other bathroom. <laughs> now we have two bathrooms that don't work. <laughs> Lord, oh my God. This was like oh my God. So, you know, we'd had Tango Cafe on Wednesdays for probably a year and a half at this point. We decide to start a monthly on the first weekend, and this is like the second month of that. And I and I literally turned all the lights on, and I said, and because like we said, there's 25 people this monthly milonga, and I said, everybody show me your butts. <laughs> <laughs> he did. <laughs> I was like, this is some fucked up shit. <laughs> Who the? Fuck? I will shut. Yeah, really. And I said, I will shut this event down. Oh there's God. nobody here anyway. <laughs> this is unacceptable. It was on the wall past the level of your bots. Like, I think that I think I what really happened was it. somebody came up and I don't I, I don't right, know. I don't think they even had time to sit down. I don't know. <laughs> I can't even understand what happened. But um, anyway, that was our fucked up story. That was our <laughs> That's horrible. Yeah, that's that's pretty And bad. the worst that's part is as we all understand as organizers, unless unless that's just the one caveat of working at, organizing as a re, uh, pardon me, organizing at a restaurant is like if you organize at a <laughs> restaurant and that happens, they got people to take care of that. Shit, literally. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. We, all, yeah. most of us, <laughs> have to deal with that. We're on our own. You have to deal with it. And it may not be yeah. as challenging a task as saving someone from the Hudson River's currents, but we were stuck between a current from the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> and a current oh, from the bathroom. Wow. <laughs> I'm not, yeah. and people think it's you. so glamorous having a milonga. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. I'm going to, um, yeah. well, I can, I can tell. Yes, sorry. 
No, no, there's a, there's a, there's a, a crazy story, but it's different in Long Island. I don't know if I should be telling you. <laughs> <laughs> so New York, New York. Well, Long. you have to place. now. <laughs> no, but somebody, you know, had, had a story at Bank Club. I mean, somebody actually went into cardiac arrest. Yes, oh, wow. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. uh, and they had to and I think it was a live music night. It was and yeah. then Fofo was singing and I saw the guy turn gray and fall backwards yeah. and I was like I heard oh no so I ran up to Fofo and I said he was singing on the stage I said Fofo Fofo and I was pointing over at the guy and Fofo was like be quiet be quiet anyway they they call call the atmosphere there was some there was some somebody. In, was it Luis? Oh, some, somebody was trying to uh, give him CPR. There were three people there who could give CPR. But then, yeah, they were trying, but then the, the ambulance came pretty quickly. I mean, every guys, you know, the, the space was cleared, the tables were moved to the side, and there was a lot of people. And, but we and, were all just there the whole time. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm saying this, this not the yeah. whole space, but that yeah, little that area, area was cleared, and there were people staying. And then the people gave, they were, they were doing the defibrillator, and, they were, and anyway, they ended up saving the so uh, the guy survived, but that was pretty crazy. Yeah, man. That thing happened in Buenos Aires all the time, guys. <laughs> it's an hourly event. Yeah. Are you, are you kidding me? That is something. Oh. My Lord, I will tell the story. That is real all story. This, hold on, Marcelo. We were Marcelo, in. All of the stories we told happen oh. every night together in Buenos <laughs> 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 okay, this is this is a real story. We were we were we were uh, uh, with a bunch of people that going to we were in uh, Niño Bien. You know Niño Bien in Buenos Aires is a milonga yes. in the yes. south, right? Yes. It's really popular. Thursday, Thursday, and we were having so much fun, and it was I think was the end of the year. It was New Year's Eve, and and they in that time the milonga they were closing at eleven because they did the, the organizer they want to go to celebrate New Year's Eve too with the family. But all of us milongueros with people from abroad, they were like, well, okay, the plan was, we, we start in, uh, in the afternoon in, in, uh, in Belgrano, then we go to the Niño Bien, and we finish the night in La Viruta, because La Viruta was the only place that was uh, going the whole night for the New Year's Eve, right? So we went in the in Nacional, we were in, the, in, in Niño Bien, Finish the milonga, we start to run to, to take taxis to go to the Biruta. And one of the guys starts to scream, No, I want to kill myself. What happened? What happened? Somebody died. And we thought that it was somebody of their family who died. So I said, Oh, I'm sorry, guy, I'm sorry. And he started screaming, No, somebody died in the Biruta. Now we don't have any place to go because it's closed. <laughs> <laughs> So somebody dared to die in New Year's Eve in Biruta and get nobody else to go to dance tango that night. Can you believe that? How rude of them. Oh my God. Inconsiderate. Wow. I'm... You know, it occurred to me many times as an organizer. <laughs> Feel free to... I just want to say quickly... It occurred to me many times as an organizer that everyone who runs a milonga should know CPR. We've, we've been know? certified. I mean, if you have that many people, you Should we have a defibrillator? Should we all have defibrillators? <laughs> in our... A defibrillator. We, we actually... A defibrillator. Our, our, 
From what I learned from the uh, CPR, we did a CPR course, although I don't remember any of it, but we were certified for a moment. Um, the defibrillator yeah, actually is not the best thing. It's, CPR is the best thing because you're actually functioning the heart for the heart's the sake of the heart. Like the defib- I forget the function of the defibrillator, but uh, I have to look into it. But we did, our studio made us uh, get certified. defibrillator once you can get That's great. Going by yeah, hand. yeah. Yeah, although I, I, I think yeah, the I defibrillator can, I think the well, defibrillator can intimidate people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. well, you see the defibrillators everywhere now. You see them in the airports. You see them. I don't know. This is a later discussion when we have our resolve. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, let's play another song. Yes, we're gonna play a, a nice vals that Sarah sent us, and then we'll come back to uh, talking trash. And you guys can speak if you want over the. Song, song, song. yeah, that was fun. <laughs> Just like at the Milonga. I can't believe her shoes. Do you see her shoes? Oh my god, those shoes are so ugly. <laughs> I want to go dance with someone. I need to dance this song. She's looking at me. I can't believe it. Oh my god. She I love at this song. I love your dress, Adam. Oh my god, thank you so much. <laughs> hey, sorry, do you know where is the coffee machine? Uh, it's underneath that guy's ass and her vagina over there in the corner. I can see the coffee machine about every four seconds. Um, <laughs> oh, now every two seconds, now every once. Oh, no, now I don't. No, I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, you want cream on your coffee? Sorry, guys. I think we're out of coffee. <laughs> There's a cream machine. <laughs> but you have to arouse them first. <laughs> oh, this is getting bad. <laughs> DJ. Somebody, <laughs> why yeah. everybody's a swimming? Oh, oh everybody's God, playing this song again. The what? Jack, I can't hear you. You're too far on the table. Oh my God, this fucking DJ yeah. playing this song again. He just played this last night. I love it. Everybody hates DJ. this song. <laughs> it's Biagi again. It's probably my. I, I bet he didn't DJ. change his playlist. Quiet! He makes it sound better, this DJ. Whenever this DJ plays it, it sounds better. When he plays it first, I don't know what it is. (laughs) Adam, I I think that you need to go to the bathroom. There is something that they need your. <laughs> you can sign your name on the wall now <laughs> without thinking. <laughs> okay, I think it's time I asked that person to dance. Song's almost over. <laughs> exactly. You walk over. <laughs> That's terrible. Excuse me, would you like to dance? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, oh, okay. Next. Uh, yeah, I've been a Milongero for five years. Yeah. I just realized my right ear. Somebody hole, has my a right ear hole is a lot smaller than my left ear hole. Oh, my right is bigger than my left. So it's the same. Your right is I bigger. No, or? smaller. I can't oh. fit this. It's popping out. Well, that was a lovely song. So, Sarah, why did you pick that waltz? 
Ah, that was amazing. I thank you so much. I felt that like I was in the Milonga for real. Your name is not Sarah. <laughs> thank you, <her. laughs> I'm smacking him, Marcelito. Don't worry. So, Sarah, did we lose Sarah? Is she? She's here. Oh, no, no, I'm here. You, I was lost, but I'm no, here now. <laughs> but why, why, are you, why are you coming from the coffee machine? Did you see her coming from the coffee machine? This was... Her and that coffee machine, man. Uh, yes. You have, a pro you have a complaint, a problem? <laughs> Come to me. So why that song? Why that waltz? Yeah, that's oh, well, uh, I thought because it's so close to New Year's, it seemed appropriate to pick a waltz. And um, I thought we needed a, a happy, cheerful song. You know, yes. Such a, and such a shut year, you know. And, and Biagi. Yes, you know what? I'm not even really a I'm not a Biagi fan. That's probably like the only Biagi song I really like. But um, you know what's interesting? I'm sorry. About of, <laughs> you just broke my pillow. Excuse up. me. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. What's interesting is like that's actually like your typical song of like heartbreak and sadness, but you'd never know it. Like if you don't understand the words. Yeah. It's like a carnival ride, that song. And yeah, I think it's beautiful. interesting that we spend a lot of time, at least some of us, listening to music that we don't know the words or we don't understand the words. And maybe you've heard them for years and then you go and you look up the lyrics or you take the time to learn the words and you realize it's some tragic, terrible story. It's, it's interesting how you can have such a completely different interpretation than what the original intent was and i think that's a really good yeah. thing so don't send me hate mail about saying oh you're a tango dancer you should know the lyrics you should know the meaning blah 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 no i think <laughs> it's great that you can have your own yeah. interpret you know you something's created it's put out into the world and then everyone will have their Experience, own response exactly. yeah sarita so, you're telling the story of my life of dancing so i am with you i feel you and it's my language <laughs> so, uh, so yeah I also picked that song because some of you who are ancient like I am do you remember back in the dark ages of social media MySpace does anybody oh, remember yeah, MySpace yeah, of course. you have to be old to remember MySpace like before Facebook yeah I don't remember it all of a sudden <laughs> And if you can remember MySpace when your page would open, it you could have it play a song. And I made a page for the All Night Milonga, and that was the song I chose to represent. Oh, the I is that page just, still up? Oh God, no! Somewhere, like, probably it somewhere exists in, the, in cyberspace in the somewhere. Of the internet. It would be interesting to find it. So. Yeah. I feel that all that like frenzy carnival action, you can kind of feel like all the people milling around and the energy being high and people being excited and it captures all the frantic energy and movement of a milonga mm -hmm. in my imagination. Oh, I would agree. Yeah, absolutely. Beautiful. Okay, where is everybody these days? 
Gail and Teomer in Florida. Sarah's in uh, Baltimore. No, I'm in an undisclosed suburb mm -hmm. of Washington, D.C. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Maryland. Jack, Jack's been yes. between Vermont and Maine. Yeah, I'm I'm back at the at the garret of my of my mother oh, and my sister's house. Yeah, his mom locked him in the I'm attic. I'm back in the attic. Yeah. I, I prefer garret. It sounds better. <laughs> uh, more artistic. A little, a little a little town about 15 minutes from Center City, Philadelphia, mm -hmm. on the Jersey side. Uh, I'm with Chris. So we still have our apartment in New York. Oh, you did. Uh, he has to go back every once in a while for work. Yeah. yeah good. Oh yeah. I mean, oh, I, I go with him second, and I make dinner for him. You sold your apartment in New York. Okay. You, no, you still we have didn't. It. Well, we don't. Okay. We rent. We still have it. Yeah, we still have the lease. Um, Are you guys? Yes, but it's, and it's, you're growing your chest hair longer since you're out there. I, oh my God, it's so long. <laughs> that and my nose hair. I'm growing my nose hair because Jack, I thought. Stop. Well, I thought I thought that would help. Oh, it's a defense a, as a barrier, as a barrier for the germs. <laughs> it is actually that is actually true. But he gets a Brazilian. I'm hoping so. He gets a Brazilian. <laughs> yeah. Your nose hair is basically a filter. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So, but it looks really terrible. So, and I keep plucking. Are you it, which is really terrible, Jack? So. Are you guys so sexy back to New York? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I hope so. I don't know. I I plan a week ahead. That's how I plan <laughs> a week ahead. But so far, I don't, so I don't good. know. I plan two days ahead if I plan anything. But usually, I don't plan. Yeah, it's really difficult right now to plan anything. But I mean, certainly, I'm hoping. Yeah. To I mean, return to permanently New York. though. Still, you know. Well, I wouldn't just come back for the summer. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't understand. Well, no. The, oh, for like. Uh, I feel like so many people are leaving, and I don't know whether it's temporary or permanently. Right, right. So I'm just checking in. Well, I still feel like my. All right. I still feel like my home is New York City so far. Um, I'm happy to be here to help my sister out. You know, my mother had a stroke a few years ago, so she's not super well. So she has a lot. My sister right now is te she's in person teaching. So I have to. It's really great right now. Chris and I are here, and I can help my mother out, mm -hmm. and I can feel somewhat like I am um, needed. I guess is the word yeah. needed, and I am right now. So so things on that end are are okay. We'll see what happens. So I have. Been, but as far as as far sorry as far as like coming back to New York City, that is most definitely, you know, in my horizon. Now I it may it may all fall to ash. <laughs> we'll see. But I have optimism. That's good. We all do. Well, we are still yeah. here. We're still here. <laughs> yeah. No optimism about other things too. Like it's not just this. Mm, I see. I see. <clears throat> so there is the next question for everyone like because there's been such a long break in our milongas and the dancing i think that it's also giving us an amazing opportunity to start things in a different way if we feel like we wanted to change something it's a great moment to like come back with the changes maybe would have been difficult to do before uh, when things were in action and i'm wondering if there is like, what would be one thing that comes to your mind that you think would improve the 
your milonga or just milongas in general about the structure of it, the times of it? Um, like, what would what would you change? You know, before the lockdown, we um, we had an initiative started that I think all of you are aware of, or maybe not. Um, it was started by the Queer Tango Club um, to talk about uh, how certain people feel very uncomfortable in Milongas and they have bad experiences and what can we do about it. Uh, there's a lot of people on different sides of, the, of that, of that, you know, what, what kind of solution could you come to that or should we have a solution? Should it be each person? Gail, you're very quiet. Sorry not to interrupt, but can you speak up a little bit more? I will speak up. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, so um, so uh, now a lot of people have been talking online about like, well, how can we go back into the tango scene and make it safer, quote unquote, for people? And the way that I would translate that is to say, how can we help people who feel unsafe um, have a place that they can go and talk to somebody? And, you know, as organizers, we think that people can just come to us, but sometimes people feel intimidated or they don't know what to do. So I'm not sure what the solution is, but I'm just putting it out there as an idea, like what can we do to make um, people who don't feel safe, uh, like have a place or a method where they can voice that or let people, let us know that something is bad or someone has treated them badly you know, and it should be addressed. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Now it's, I, I I agree, like all of these stuff that was there and maybe it was harder to address, like we have a moment to be able to come up with better solutions and better, safer and better formats, safer formats and <clears throat> maybe better communication culture, and like... The culture is changing and this has given a lot of, I mean, Marcelo's a part of something, Tango Spheres, where the, there's a group of people speaking every several weeks about how to empower different people to have voices in the community uh, yes, in different it, ways. Cool. And it's not something I think would have had a moment to exist until now. I think that this uh, is something that, uh, thank you for mentioning the project. The idea is all of us, we have our own spheres, our organization, organize, teaching, and sometimes even though we are in the same community, we are not connected or dialogue. And I feel that the project is that we are running in Tango Sphere is to create these bridges between different kinds of, of, of tango events or tango people, tango artists, and create a dialogue. And that's what I feel is interesting. That this example of what you guys are doing here, learning how other people adventure have, and that create this community. And it's easier than to open a, a dialogue to agree on something. Or, or simple to say, you know what happened to me with this person, and take care in your event. Maybe this person will appear there. And it's with that, it's already a beginning. Mm -hmm. Well, something that we've discovered having this podcast for the last nine plus months is that we've never spent, even Chico and I together, between us, have never spent this much time talking. Talking, yeah. <laughs> and and, and <laughs> with our guests and with you guys tonight and people we've worked with and, and known Marcelo for years. has been our teacher of ours and, and people we love and respect in the community and we trust this has allowed us to sit down and take a step back and, and 
just talk and get to know each other, you and, know, and, and deeper level. And, and to say that. like, Hey, what do we want? We're, we're perpetuating this community, this idea of a thing. Oh, the Milong is this, the Milong is that we should do this. We should, but who said what we should do and what we shouldn't do and where the fuck did this come from? And when are we ever going to sit down and just talk about it and say, you know what? I don't think that's, this I don't think <laughs> I should be in Nino Bien where they don't allow a man and a woman, a man and a woman and a woman to dance. Like I don't think I should be in this milonga, or, or I'm sorry, not in Bien, but um, Daniela Maria or whoever you mentioned earlier. I'm sorry, um, like no. And so this has been a this has been like a, a moment to take a, a breath and say, what do we want to do? What do we want to change about this? Absolutely. I I think when the when the moment arrives that tango comes back. Um, everyone is really going to have to work together to rebuild it mm -hmm. because a lot of people are not going to be comfortable dancing indoors, dancing close. It's going to take a big team effort to get a community back up on its feet. But you guys so, built a community, and you and we, and, and I guess we're in that category too because we've been around for a little, a little longer than I think. I guess, you know, if anybody's going to do it, it on... it's going to be us and it's going to be you guys. And it's going to be, you know, everybody here and, and more than everybody here. You, you built a community that didn't exist and now it exists and it's in hibernation, it's dormant. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of challenges that we cannot even foresee right now. I mean, we have yep. no idea. What, we have uh, no idea. Yeah, you know, was gonna we, we you know we have no idea if we gonna have our space back, for example. But that's not that's like, you know, not even the biggest problems. I I, I have yeah. I feel, uh, you know, how everything's gonna happen if it's gonna happen when it's gonna happen. Yeah. Can I ask a question? How many uh, individually, each one of you. I personally feel like, I'm when when I feel. And again, okay, so now it's, yeah, it's when I feel safe and when I feel like uh, when I get the vaccine and when I am going to go running, I'm going to be the first one in the middle of the circle of hugs. You know, like I'm, I, yeah. I, I'm curious. I know a lot of us think like people I'm are going to be. I'm hugging him now. I, I know a lot of people think it's we're gonna, like there's going to be a reluctance. I personally think there's going to be a bigger demand That's once people uh, exactly Gail yeah. exactly yeah like exactly like followed the starving. Spanish flu. That's right. Uh, I, I'm, so I'm assuming we've all read similar the similar articles that have come out recently. Yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 pen, the pendulum yeah. the pendulum is going to yeah. swing. Uh, it's it's, it's yeah. swung to a very extreme place right now. And hopefully in a year from now, we're going to be celebrating in a way yeah. that the pendulum looks very, very far away from where it is now. Yeah, I, I, I'm 150 million percent behind that. And um, so I'm just so curious. Yeah, I was curious. I'm, I'm grateful. I'm, I'm happy to hear you guys are all in a similar. Drink now so that you're ready. Yeah, yeah. You just, we have to practice drinking again. I just gave up. I'm gonna have to practice moving and drinking because I'm good at doing yeah. both. I was good at doing that before, and I'm now I can do both separately very well. <laughs> and so like back in October, Chico and I had to 
dance at Renee's outdoor uh, dinner party thing at um, Falucho. Yeah. And I tell you, man, yeah. I had like a glass of wine and I'm like, ah, we're going to dance on the sidewalk. It's not going to be a big deal. And after the first song, I was like, holy shit, I am oh. in really good shape. I'm healthy and active and I'm not drinking so much, but I am in the worst tango shape of my life because I can't do both yeah, of those so. things at the same time anymore. Yeah. <laughs> if we had an after party, I would start grinding to fucking Beyonce and I would hit the floor in like 12 seconds. I'd be dead. Be like, <laughs> like, no. I don't have the stamina to drink and party right now. Like, no. I already that, that, that's called age. That's called age. No, that's too. conditioning, my friend, because Jack is my guru for this and the man is a little older. I won't say his age, but like we've had this conversation <laughs> multiple times and it's like, yeah, you, you get used to this lifestyle and you stay in shape. You're healthy and you know, Jack, you're in great shape and everybody here, I'm sure yeah. is in great shape. And then you like, you fall out of certain oh. rhythms though. It's like, fuck. Oh yeah. If you don't move it, you lose it. <laughs> and I, I, I'm losing it. You know, I run every day now. But it's a completely it's different exercise, though. It's yeah. Com- and, and it's horrible. I hate it. My knees hurt. I feel like I'm killing my body. But it's the one thing I can do outside that gives me a little bit of, like, a body high. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like I'm ruining my knees. I'm ruining my ankles. And I I have to get back to dance. Yeah, no, I'm well, climbing. Jack, I'm, you should prince oh, now. Jack, you should prince Everyone should prince What's the scale? What's the Yeah, prince size and... All of that. This this attic is very tiny, and there are nails that come to the roof. Seriously, I'm not kidding. There are nails that come to the roof. So if I jump up in the air, I may impale myself with a nail. It's really it's covered. You know, like you know how a roof has nails through it. It really does. I'm looking at them right now. I'm staring at nails, and I'm thinking about prancing, and I'm not going to do it. No, outside. No, you prancer outside. You have to look at it. No. So here is the prancer outside. We should all swim at Steve in Coney Island. Steve, are you doing the polar bear thing? You're welcome. You're welcome. Well, the the time to do it is not January 1st, although there will be people there. We go every weekend, regardless. That's amazing. Nice. And social distance now in the water, by the way. We are not doing our, 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 our introduction circle anymore. We sort of. Join, make a circle, but we don't t- hold hands. And, oh, Steve, uh, you did. You do the polar bear. Did you do the polar bear? That yes. All the time, every I'm, year. I'm, we do it weekly. It's it is a weekly occurrence or more. Uh, and yes, we do have Amazing. the January first for the public festivity. Oh. We're from November through April. So I've been spending. I got disconnected. Adam, I think you were asking what people were doing. I been exploring the parks and the natural areas of New York because thank God I have a car and I'm too paranoid to take the subway too, bus. Man. So I've been uh, been out and about that way, keeping my sanity. So here is what and, I uh, feel like in terms of going back to what like we were talking about: one with losing stamina, one with like starving for this thing. So the demand will be really high. I also feel. We've learning. We are learning to take a lot more pleasure out of something very simple during this time. Like I, I feel it with me. If I see one friend in a couple of weeks, I'm. I feel like I'm high, and hmm. like 
so for me it's teaching me to really appreciate like even little moments and things that were like so easy to do in the past that we have much less access to right now that so when the dancing comes i think like the highs will be easier to reach and like we're all going to be out of shape so it's going to be okay it's like when you're getting old you're right. you're getting old with your right. friends here we're all going out of shape I'll together tell you what, i tell you what <laughs> those those moments of getting high from seeing like one friend here and there i had like in August and September when I was sort of hitting a lull and getting a little depressed. And, and now I'm like, I'm, I'm now, st I'm still seeing one friend here and there and it's not, it's not working anymore, guys. I'm sorry. Like <laughs> I need to yeah. get back to life yeah. soon, man. Yeah. Like I am, I've, it's been almost a year. We've, we've all been, we've all been, I don't want to sound dramatic, but in specifically in our field, like we've all been stolen our whole entire lives like our whole entire social create like socially it's not even social it's creative yeah. creatively like i was listening to an interview earlier and it was like oh i go onto my computer every day and i write for he's a writer you know and he's like oh this is my playtime it's four hours i go on my computer every day and i write it's like this is our playtime like going out at night and interacting and dancing and socializing oh it's it's and it's our religion and, and it's been uh, it's, you, you've taken our playtime away and you've our religion yeah, is gone and our work our, 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 our worship our worshiping so, our act of worship has been taken I, away we we've all been hanging on i hope i hope nobody does anything drastic and, and removes themselves from our world for this but like it's getting to the point where it's like okay it's gonna be a year at least before we're even in a place where we can come back to dancing. Like March is, March is obviously we're not going to have the vaccine at this point um, where we need it to be, but, but we got to hang in there and, and keep, keep staying together and, and finding ways. But anyway, taking us down, Adam. Sorry. I, uh, <laughs> wait, can I, can I, where can yeah. I, can, can I thank, can I thank you and Chico, Adam yeah. and Chico? <laughs> but, because really, we've got to thank you guys for what you've Very been true. doing here. It's Very amazing. True. You have yeah, been connecting us, keeping this. us connected for the last nine, what is it, nine, ten months. It's amazing, nine months. But, um, well, anybody would have done it. Anybody, would, I mean, we... No, not anybody would have done it because you were the only ones who really did it. I really got lucky it. to come up with the idea. That's, I think. No, I don't uh, think it's luck. I think it's and perseverance. It's amazing, and... like how everybody that we invited without a question was like, "Okay, I'll be there." Like, you want half an hour, an hour, three hours? I'll be there with you. Like, uh, and I think that shows like the desire for everyone to like reconnect and be together. So, like, even I, all of yeah, you guys, absolutely. like, we reached out. Juan Pablo called between work. Like, well, no, he was still at <laughs> He was still like, That's what I mean, like, within his work. But, so everybody's... But, but I want to say, like, it's it's giving me hope to know that whether you, whether you want to come back to Tango or not, you guys, anybody listening, anybody in the world, you know, that's your own personal decision. But that there are people that are not going to give up on Tango and... and community and, and what we've built and what we've what we've been doing um, and is what gives me get... hope for the for the future to be honest like and it's gonna get better yeah, that's how like, i feel i gotta 
you know, I need Steve to run Volvo Tangos and I need Sarah to come back and do All Nighter and Gail and Tioma to do Sueño and Jack to, to, to do something on Fridays. And oh, by the way, Jack, you know, you've been in touch with T- Tammy and Charlie who've been just amazing and, and they're still Absolutely, promising yeah. to hold the space and keep us. And I need Marcella they to come back and ask with me. <clears throat> yeah oh my god i need that chico yes. i need that chico i'll be i mean you're just gonna have to put up with how bad i am but i need that so badly oh, thank you d for did. listening our uh studio manager guru i don't know what how we want to refer to a bratty d here but uh, <laughs> thank you for checking us out Brady. tonight um, yeah but, i can yeah, share something uh, guys that is happening uh, uh, sorry, sorry, Adam. Please. No, go for it, Marcelo. Okay, I want I was listening to you guys, and I can share our experience here in Buenos Aires. What's happening? Because uh, imagine this city without Tango. Imagine the amount of people that is missing it, right? And it's it's tough, and many livelihoods and stuff. But I'm noticing something beautiful that I'm noticing in the community. There is a uh, a lot of uh, for instance, there is an organization of Milongas that they are trying to connect everybody in order to create, a, for instance, a, a protocol to, to the government so they can allow us to work or to do some Milongas. And I feel that that create that sensation of organization that these people are doing are creating a, a effort for all the community to be attentive, to send messages, to share ideas, to uh, uh, this is really interesting what happens. So I suggest, I suggest that from this side of the world that if you guys do a little movement as a, you mm. leaders of our community will keep the other people behind of you still engaged, giving you ideas, giving you uh, as well support. And it's, it's really interesting what happened in, in this community, in Tango community itself. So this is something I wanted mm-hmm. to share. Organized... When people see the leaders together and doing something, the people around start to feel more contained and follower, following. This is what is happening here. Yeah. Well, I will yeah. say one thing that's always impressed me about our community here in New York is that we've all worked together very well. You know, you don't have to come to Tango Cafe every Wednesday to, to, to know that we care about you and support you. And that you and care about we that. can't come to Ensueño or El Night Milongo or Volvo Tango or Empire Dan- you know, Empire, and, and all the other ones, Triangulo and, and so many others, La Nacional. But we've never, we've never worked against each other. You know, like we've always been there. And, and it's yeah, such a competitive I, I, I city, quote unquote, that. competitive city as New York City. You know, I'm from Cleveland and I've worked in so many small towns, as many of you have. And these communities are so much more divided, and it's crazy. Yes, and I'm just yes, grateful I for. Agree. I want to say, uh, yeah. just sorry, Tioma, but I want to say I'm grateful for no, your leadership, Tioma, Gail, Sarah's, you know, those of you who've organized before us, because you were welcoming and you supported us, and absolutely, that was. That was and Jack came. I don't, you know, Jack, you you've been around forever, but I feel like you came around at some point, and I was just like, hey. And Steve and it's you know, <laughs> so and, true. Um, and in, in the younger guys and girls that are organizing now, and, and it's like 
we all just want to we know that like look if you can make it great it's good for everyone and we don't need to hate on you we don't need to destroy you like if you, you you're not going to make it if it doesn't work all we can do yeah. is help each other you know so i'll stop yeah. Yeah. i I'll think stop when <laughs> I think when Tango comes back, we're definitely all going to have to work together because there are going to be far fewer people. A lot of people will have moved away, stopped dancing, left Tango, whatever. It's going to, it's, there's going to be a lot of rebuilding Absolutely. that's going to have to happen. And, and, hope, and hopefully a lot of beginners. But do you feel like there is going to be a physical drought? Like, I, I, I have this optimist. I'm, 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 I feel like I'm... I think there will well, be a yeah, lot of beginners. I think, well, I feel like... I think because a lot of a lot of people who have been in the community for a long time, they're not necessarily even going to still yeah. be there anymore. I mean, this has really shifted people's lives tremendously. We we, and yeah. We've never, you know, banked, and I don't mean bank financially, but dance in general is never banked on the people that have been around forever. It's always about new people and. Yeah, you I, I think there that, will be like, a lot of this, new people. This physical contact drought is going to create a, a, a vacuum of of oh, people that dancers. are dying to touch each other. Oh my god! Like I need to dance. Well, I need to do. Well, like, I do. I, 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 I want to be with people physically. You know, I remember when I the do. stock market crashed we in two thousand eight. I had so many private students from Wall Street who were like, "Oh, I'm on a I what's it severance? I have a severance package, and I want to learn. I've always wanted to learn how to dance." Blah blah. It's like COVID's over. We we got the vaccine. This is something I've always I miss people. I miss physical contact. I'm curious what you guys think about this. I think we'll also have like the reason I started Tango is that I almost died in this car. Yeah, I mean I wasn't in a car, but a car on the car crash almost hit me. <laughs> a, a police van crashed into a car, and it was right where I had been standing five seconds before. And the only reason I moved was that I felt moderately happy that day but um so the next day i mean it was such a pivotal experience in my life that everything changed and the next day i signed up for tango because it was on my bucket Ooh. list so i think that there will be some people who will be like oh god i didn't die i'm gonna do those the bucket list you know because yeah, I, I might die next year <laughs> so maybe the yeah. community will be going from what was before like a bunch of spoiled assholes who were like there's not enough women at the milonga this dance floor sucks i hate this dj blah, 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 blah. Like a right, bunch of people right. who are like oh my right. god there are people <laughs> right. in one room who want to touch each other and and dance this is the most amazing this is how i felt when i started dancing it was like oh my god i can dance i can i can be Hold. in contact with people who are 75 85 25 50 like well not 15 that's creepy but you know like <laughs> it was like oh my god i can meet people of all ages and dance and, and interact and this is enriching my life mentally and physically and and now it, and then it came to a point where people were just like oh this is uh oh, oh i'm like you're missing the point so hopefully yeah maybe this will be a, a renaissance of tango a hard uh, a, restart. a restart. I really hope so. Reset. A restart. That's why. That's why I, I really reset. hope so too. Reset. A, a, a renaissance for all dads, for all partner dads. Awesome. Jack. Yeah. yeah. Hello. Yes, back. Hello. Don't okay, get. Good. I hope I'm you're so excited, Jack. You'll explode yeah. your headphones. <laughs> all right, please. These are like my. These are my five dollar headphones. Don't ruin them. <laughs> 
you know, I, I think I think we don't know what. The, well, it sounds like Dion was talking at five dollar headphones right now. Uh, I don't know. Can you can you hear him? He almost talking on five dollar headphones right now. I can't hear him. Really? <laughs> They're AirPods. They're not. Five no, the, the problem is that like, Gail and I. Oh, okay. Probably okay. Yeah. Adam just being a jerk. That's okay. Yeah, I can't wait to be a jerk in person again. God. <laughs> that, <all right. laughs> please, please, when I see you, please. Be I'm dying. I'm dying for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but I think I think that this, you know, the the fact that I, I think the fact that we went through this and we're going through this and we are so deprived of it, I think uh, it has made us appreciate it even more than ever. Oh before. my God! Yes. Yeah. And 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 I think you know, no matter what happens, we're just going to keep pushing and finding ways to you know come together. I mean, if there has to be for a while fewer milongas in the city, so be it. But we're just going to keep dancing and you know finding a way. Yeah. I, agree. I mean, we I were totally talking about. Uh, we were telling stories. You guys were telling stories about the early days getting the community started. I mean, we we we're, we're not. It's not like we're getting a community started. We're we're reviving a community in dire straits and who have the most thirst than ever. I I think it's going to be a lot easier than it was in the '90s. To get tango going in New York City, right at this point, I think you know, so. like, the, the, this is yeah. going to be uh, compared to that time. And I be... feel any space, any floor, any music, any sort of tanda format will be okay. And that's what's also no. so <laughs> optimistic I, I, for me because, like, you can be like, you know what, I'm going to do one song tandas for the first hour so that beginners can yeah. feel at home. And this was like one of the conversations we were having and like create stuff that maybe we were a little bit more hesitant to do, not to get reaction from the community or from people who think in norms and traditions. And I feel like it will be a lot more easy to open new doors and please people. Yeah. I think there's a lot to the structure that has to be dismantled for it to, for tango to really be its best and serve the most people. And I think it's gotten, like how you say it's gotten so spoiled. I think it's, I think tango's gotten itself like into such a perverted twist. And it's like, it's so wound, so tight in so many areas that. But you know, it's just missing the you know, point. Sarah, what's funny is of, we were talking to so many people on this show for many months, and they a lot of people from Argentina, and they're like, you know, the people outside of Argentina have indoctrinated tango to be a certain thing way more than we do here. Like, we don't believe in this and this and this and that that you guys do in Europe and Asia and in America and in Canada, wherever. Like, this idea of four song tandas and Cortinas and all this bullshit is like we have sort of painted ourselves into a box of these ideas of what tango should be or something. Yeah, like maybe without questioning <laughs> yeah. where that came yeah. from. Yeah, and it came from nowhere. It came from like <laughs> I, one a, guy, a gringo in I, Missouri, who's like, you know what I heard one day, you know, I was in I was in Argentina one time, and you know what I heard, and it's like, oh my god, this guy, this guy was in from Missouri caught came here and taught workshops and then he told me that he heard from somebody else that in this place and it's like 
It was all Marcelo. It was Every all. Every time he came, he came out, <laughs> like the <artist. laughs> Yes, yeah, so me. But this is something true, guys. When I go abroad, we call it the Tango Talibans. We call it that. Yeah. This guy had to say that I, I I never I never heard before uh, until I uh, I don't remember I was in Europe and say I don't remember, but I remember that somebody come and said, but you need to play three songs in the cortina of Milonga. I said what? What? <laughs> really? What? <laughs> really? Wow. This is a rule that I didn't know before that it was three songs and and yeah. it was a, it was abroad and they said okay no the cortinas they need to be played like thirty seconds. This is the rule. What? <laughs> we were in uh, we were upstate New York one time, and I was DJing at a at a at a, a small event in a small community, whatever. And I played a salsa cortina, and she the woman came over and she's like, "You cannot play salsa cortinas." And blah blah. And I was like, "Why the <laughs> fuck did you hire me to DJ? Just tell me how to do it." <laughs> and she never spoke to me again, you know. And I'm like, I don't care. But like, you hired me to DJ. I'm playing a cortina. I'm not playing the whole fucking 18 minute salsa song. No, but, I want you to DJ, but here's like, the playlist I like, want. We don't play. allow that here. We don't. Yes. Know. I love it. I love it. it. And I'm like, this is wow. how they do it in Argentina. Did you know that? I'm like, Why did you hire me? Oh did you hear God. me play? Oh. Yeah. And, and and these people they've never been in Buenos Aires even. That is the that is the worst thing. I mean, there is these people there because they do it in Buenos Aires. Have you been? No. But what? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I think part of the beauty of tango is that I don't want tango in New York to be. I mean, we we all spring from the same well, which is the homeland of tango, but. It's a reflection of the people, and I don't want a milonga in, you know, Hong Kong to feel the same as a milonga in, uh, I don't know, Nijmegen or Kansas City. You know, it has to have a a feeling of where, where, and when you are. And I don't want so, another milonga. And this is why I loved what we have here, like Steve on Pure Forty Five. You know, Gail and Tioma and the Lower East Side. Sarah on 26th Street, Jack in, in uh, Brooklyn, and in, in New York, Brooklyn, and then 39. in Empire, you know. Well, 39th. Yeah. yeah. And then we have what we're doing, and well, you know, I'm, I'm speaking in the present, even though it's the past, but it, it'll be the present. Oh, yeah. Soon. But yeah, I don't even want the same Milongas in the same community necessarily. Like, I think it's great to have, uh, what's the word, vivation, like, uh, Options for people, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and it will. Uh, Lo- location or vibe. Exactly. Yeah. Should it happen that I return to New York and I return to Tango, will, I don't Sarah. want to don't do worry. the same thing I was doing before. I'm very confident I don't want. I don't want to have gone through all of this just to go back and do the same I was the same doing thing before. Again. A, I don't. I have. I, I don't have any interest in that. My just speaking for myself. If I return and I continue on the Tango Road, I want to do something completely different. different. We should do it. I, I feel you. I feel you. Do it. Chico, Chico, 
Chico and Adam, I got a warning about a two minutes. Yeah, yeah, left we need to wrap something. it up, guys. Thanks, okay. Jack. We have to play Jack's song because we haven't gotten. Oh. Adam, Chico, thank you so much. Oh. Yes, Adam and Chico, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Doing this thing. No, uh, I, I will do just. Chico, thank you so much. Adam, I don't know, but Chico, you thank you so much. <laughs> Marcia. Jack, why did you pick this song? Uh, Can we end with your song? Yeah, I told you I picked it. I think, I think maybe it's the last song I played at Tango Cafe when I was DJing. <laughs> and I think that was the last live Tango Cafe, wasn't it? March uh, 4th? No, it, well, March 11th was our last one, but you were the last, you were the last DJ. guest DJ. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, go with that. I couldn't remember. Yeah. Okay. So it's perfect. We saved awesome. it to the end of the show. Well, we um, but anyway, yeah. Thank you all for your time. Like it's been almost three hours that you guys are. With. I love you guys. Do this again. Thank you. But not um. No, what what thing for my time is fifty dollars. <laughs> we need to uh, meet together in a milonga or somewhere. And, yeah. But yeah. anyway, this is what you can do Stay well and Soon. keep alive. Amazing. Yes. Thank you for sharing yourselves with us. Yes. And Until be it's well. Safe. Happy New Year. Um, and in twenty twenty one. Yes. We'll be face to face. We love you guys. Yeah, thank Amen. you guys and happy new year, Steve. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Gail. Thank you, Tioma. Thank you, Sarah. Thank, thank you, Marcelo. Marcelo. It's all getting better. Thank you, Marcelo. There is a light at the end. Yes. yes. Thank yes. God there's a light at the end, right? And here is the Biagi. And it's not an orange light. No. <laughs> <laughs> or a red light. Ah, yes. ah, <laughs> <laughs> we already have something to be thankful for. All right. <laughs> Right, here is the last song of this milonga. You can talk over it again if you want. It's a Biagi night. The world, the world, the world's scarred. Yes, Biagi theme night. This is my... This is my, my jam, guys. This is my jam. Yes, Marcelo. Yeah, this is what people who can't dance to music dance to. Oh. <laughs> I think I'm actually uh, choking in Man. my uh, Marcelo. Don't worry. Mm -hmm. yeah. I want the wine. What is the table? Guys, do you know what is what? the table of the food? <laughs> yeah, right behind the coffee table. <laughs> I only know where the coffee is. <laughs> and guys, which milonga are we going to after this one? La Viruta. La Viruta. I must say, like, if you ever want to have the most famous milonga in the world, just make it free after midnight. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, that's not hard. That's, <laughs> that's what we really need when everything opens up. We need it. Oh, guys, don't forget to call us tomorrow for New Year's Eve. DJ, DJ, fucking DJ. Yeah, he accidentally hit me here. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
He's cutting the music, he forgot. We're losing him, we're losing him, guys. Uh, but tomorrow we're gonna have a half hour show, 11.45, 15 a.m. What? Okay. Okay, what? I need to take him away from the computer. What is going on? Where is Adam is killing me. Come on, DJ. I'm 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 doing my junk. I'm mean, I'm I'm doing art. What happened? The song ended. Oh, I like this song better. <laughs> But you'll, you, this, this is a great. Version. This is a different version. What is that? The Chipmunks? What is this? Tango Barbie. Oh my God! With a bandanion, baby. That's amazing. Now time to cry. <gasps> so yeah, guys, if you didn't hear earlier, call us tomorrow between 11.45 and 12.15 for New Year's Eve. We'll be here hanging out. Okay. Yeah, it's amazing, Sarah, right? I love it. It's gorgeous. This is Tango Butter, though. Ah. Beautiful. Is it on Spotify? I think you can find it. Yeah. <laughs> If not, I'll send it to you. We started the show with one of their songs too. That was El Huracan. Mama! <laughs> oh my god, what a year! Oh my god. This year so fucked up. This year so fucked up. You moved to Baltimore. I'm not in Baltimore, I know but I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, exactly. Who chooses Baltimore over New York City? Although I saw the most amazing apartment in Baltimore, you would have died to have it. Taking showers now. <laughs> <laughs> 